0: What's going on, guys? Dustin with the LFG 1904 show. Proud to announce our partnership with Law Tigers. If you have been in a motorcycle accident, let's get you the compensation you deserve today and get you back on the road. Go ahead and call this number. 858-306-1986. Once again, that number is 858-306-1986. Law Tigers. Nationwide. Doesn't matter where you're at. Call that number. LFG. Fucking Rafa shows up. He can just
1: hop on all right pretty cool yeah sounds good that's raw
0: all right just like that (laughs) (laughs) easy yeah i mean i'm supposed to turn this little knob down but uh you know i'm not really you know i'm still kind of new to this shit too you know
1: yeah you just the dj pad
0: just yeah my my you know, Graf, he's the one that ran all this shit before, so now I got to fucking figure it
1: all out. Yeah, you got to pick up the bits and pieces. All
0: right, guys, welcome back to the LFG 1904 show. Uh, Rafa's not here, of course. He's fucking late as usual.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love saying that. Uh, today's guest, guys, we have, uh, we got a friend of the show, a friend of our LFG. Um, we, uh, I'm, exci- I'm excited. Dane, I appreciate you coming on.
1: Yeah, um, happy to be here.
0: I got so many questions for you i mean for starters like i was telling you before the show we have so many downloads and follows let me take these stupid glasses off (laughs) you know from australia and i I mean i have so many questions about that like how long have you been here and Mm -hmm. um why'd you leave you know
1: yeah i mean i've been living here full-time for 10 years now and before that I was coming out here for six months out of the year for like seven or eight years. I first came out here in 2008. okay and I moved or I came out here to, to be a pro skater. It was just like the being from Australia and so far from where the industry is, that was like the, the, the path that everyone takes to try to be somebody. you gotta you get to the top in your country where you're from. And the the limit is only so high out there. The industry is only so big. You can't support yourself. You can't make a living. Or you couldn't at least back then. That was before social media really took off or anything right. like that. So you would have to come to the United States to pretty much start again. You get to the top in Australia, come here, you get to the bottom. And then build your way up once you get back out here, I guess, in 2008. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: That's fucking crazy. So, so, in retrospect, you have to be really fucking good. Because you're winning over two.
1: Yeah, I well, mean, I, I mean, multiple people. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily good <laughs> because you got to think of skateboarding. It's almost like an art, you know. It doesn't really matter. I mean, obviously, there's levels to it, but it doesn't matter how good you are. It's persistence, uh, the personality, the there's just so many other things that go into it to make you uh, a sponsorable person and someone that people will back. You know, like there's people that are out there that are just incredibly talented, like so good, you wouldn't believe it. And they have no backing because they're either boring as shit or they're just not cool or the way they look while they're doing the really hard stuff is not cool. Right. Which is good and bad. I don't know, to be that judgy of people and be like, no, fuck them. They dress like this. They look stupid. It's like... Mm. I don't know. It's like a, it's almost like a double edged sword. Sometimes I'm on the, I'm on other side of it where I'm like, yeah, like, fuck that person. They look stupid. And then I'm like, why the fuck am I being like that? Like, why? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Why do I care what he looks like? Yeah, exactly. Poor guy? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess that just goes in with any sort of, uh, I mean, even with like sports, I guess it would be the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. your looks have a lot to do with, you know, what you're doing. So, for sure. Yeah, that's funny. So, I mean, like I was saying to you before, <clears throat> We had uh, our friend Jake that was on on the show too, and he was sem- he was saying something similar to that. I mean, there's just only so much room in Australia to mm-hmm. to really grow, and you have to you know break away from that and and move to the states. And he was doing the same sort of thing before he got hurt, so he was coming here on I think I don't know some sort of visa. It wasn't work, but it was something to where he could be here for a few months, and then he would have to go back home.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's the same as I had. It was the yeah. Visa. Yeah, he was
0: yeah. saying when he went back home, too, they would fucking jam his ass up over there, mm-hmm. search him fucking high and low for I drugs. Nev-
1: I never got um, any of that when I was going back to Australia. I got it here a few times coming in because I'd go, I'd be here, spend three months here, and then go home for a week and then come back for another three months again. And they were like, you were here last week. What are you doing back? Right. So they'd pull me into the secondary and search for all my shit yeah. and be like, opening my Facebook pages, checking my messages, see who I've been talking to, to, like, make sure I'm not orchestrating drop-offs or anything like that, you know? That's wild. Yeah, they go, they, they go could in, grab your phone. They'll go right? through all of it, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure it's one of those things where it's, like, they would need a warrant or something if I'd said no, but, like, for them to get that type of thing, it'd be nothing, you know? It's like, this guy was right. gone for a week, and he's back, and that's like, oh, yeah, such is shit, fuck it. Right, 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 so, right. Yeah.
0: God, the Australian government don't fuck around too.
1: Yeah, they don't fuck around. No. No. Not I mean one they're bit. they're real gnarly about importing shit too. Like wouldn't especially when it comes to animal things or like food products, they're like super worried about the agricultural and like the, the native animals and things. Like mm. I have a dog here and I've looked into moving back home and taking my dog with me. And to get my dog back, it's like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of like paying for these um, to get her checked for all sorts of diseases, and then when I get there, I have to book her into quarantine, and she stays in quarantine for a month before she can come out and be like, my dog again, you know? Wow. And I can't imagine, like, leaving my dog in, like, a quarantine facility in Australia when I get back there for a month. Like, I can't fucking leave someone else with my dog for a month. Right. Yeah. So, for a month? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's they're, insane. They're, they're serious about it. They're heavy. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know if you remember I, when Johnny Depp was... Uh, with like fucking Amber Heard or whatever they went out there on a boat and they took their dogs with them and the Australian government threatened to take their dogs and put them down for smuggling their dogs into the country. No way. Yeah, they had like a uh it was on the news or whatever and like whoever's in charge of it the importing animals shit was like really? we're going to take your dogs. We're going to kill We're going to kill your fucking <laughs> the, yeah, dogs. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty real. It doesn't matter who you are. No. No. Yeah.
0: Johnny Depp, your dogs going to die. Exactly. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, Man, fuck that's around. wild. They do not fuck around. Uh-huh. I mean, it's obviously because there's been, what, for disease and other things, right? Because yeah. it's an island. I mean, yeah, it's that's a, what it's I'm it's assuming. it's an
1: island. Um, I mean, I guess it's just we love our animals out there, too. It's like True. you, you want to protect that anyway Like, we kill all those kangaroos, then how are we going to get tourists down there to bring us money? Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's like the fires, you know, that happened. I heard a lot of koalas died. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's... I mean, you think of Australia, and you think of kangaroos and koalas. Exactly, you know? yeah.
1: No, we... we definitely take pride in our native animals. Right. Yeah.
0: It's so nuts to think about too. I mean, you know, right now it's the it's your summer down there, right? Mhm. So, it's, you know, winter here, of course, and freezing cold and yeah, it's I mean, I, shit out there. Right I was now. about to say does Australia ever get cold though?
1: Uh, yeah, it's pretty similar to here. It's like California, oh, okay. like I mean, where I'm from at least, like I'm from Sydney. So, in the middle of winter, it gets like it gets pretty rainy and it gets pretty cold. It'll be like around this time.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, I did hear that. We actually, so when we had Jake on, we were kind of talking about that too. And he was saying that there's like a specific area that's like pretty, the climate is just like San Diego. Mm-hmm. I think this, the town started with an M, but I can't remember what he said. But yeah, yeah he right. said it was like sp- spot on, yeah. just like San Diego. I mean, like, there's yeah. a lot
1: of, a lot of Australia like that. But then we have, like, it gets so humid in the middle of summer that it rains because of the humidity. And then it gets so... I mean in winter it'll rain because it's so cold and it's wintry and then I guess it doesn't really rain too much in San Diego. That's the only difference is that yeah. yeah we get some rain on the coast out in Australia. Right. Yeah.
0: I know. We we it's like last year when it rained so much here it's like what the fuck.
1: Yeah, the fucking freeway next to my house collapsed. It just sunk into the ground because of all the rain. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it sucked I had like a month of like the worst traffic ever Because I couldn't go anywhere I'd get out there and it'd just be funneled into one lane For them trying to like rebuild this freeway that sunk into the ground
0: In San Diego? Yeah Which one?
1: Uh, The 78 It goes like Oh, right?
0: you live in North County? Yeah Holy Vista. fuck, are you serious? Yeah Wow, thanks so much for coming <laughs> up for your dude yeah, Wow, easy. I thought you lived like right in like Mission Valley or <laughs> some no, no, no. shit
1: No, it was about an hour
0: Wow, yeah. dude Easy. And you don't want a fucking coffee or water or no, nothing, I don't, Jesus I don't drink Christ! Coffee. All right, well, let me coffee. give you a fucking hoodie when we're done or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. You're like, eh, whatever. Fuck that no, too. That's sweet. <laughs> I'm easy. Um, okay. So, okay. So now in the conversation too. So you're saying that you're thinking about moving back. So why would you want to move back? I mean, does your family still live there? And I'm sure you have friends. I mean, yeah, that makes sense.
1: I mean, it just is like anyone. Like when you grow up somewhere, it, that just feels like home. Mm, oh man. And like you can go everywhere in the world and think the places are fucking cool as shit and be like, I can see myself living here, but there's always a part of you that says, like, Oh, maybe home. You wow. know? Wow. Dude. So as much as like I get to live this life out here and I've built a career and I've built all these things and I have friends out here and like most of my life is here now, there's just like a little bit of calling saying, like, maybe go back there. Right. Yeah. But um well. I, don't
0: know. I mean, I mean you can uh I mean, you could still do the same things that you're doing here, right? I mean...
1: Kind of. I mean, I'm still a professional skateboarder here. And, like, my, my main thing that I like to do is be filming and shooting and all that sort of stuff. And that, that doesn't happen as much in Australia. Like, there's not really full-time filmers, full-time photographers that are making a living off of shooting and filming guys like me in Australia. So mm-hmm. I could be back there and want to do the things... But then my job heavily relies on the availability of other people. And like most of my friends that are filmers that are in Australia, it's like, oh, yeah, maybe on a Saturday morning at this time if I'm not looking after the kid or if I don't have something going on and then it's it's really hard to want to show up and perform the way that I skate on somebody else's time. It's like, oh, right now is the time where I have to show up and jump down a 30-stair handrail, like right this second because you're only free now. Right. So, I don't know. In in California, there's so many people that can film and shoot and whatever. So, it's like, if I wake up and I'm feeling like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to go jump down some shit right now, I can call someone and have them there, and it they're just more available.
0: Right. So, there's a market for it then, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is where all the brands are. Everyone out here, like that films is, well, not everyone, but a lot of them are employed full-time by the brands. Mm. So if I have a sponsor, like my sponsor is Zero Skateboards, we have our own filmer on deck. On deck. Yeah, Yeah, whenever you need it. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: And so you probably wouldn't... Obviously, you wouldn't be able to have that there. Yeah. I just look at it, too, on the other side of things. It's like, you know, somebody like you... Because I've thought about this for myself, too, like moving elsewhere just because I think California is really shitty right now.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And just for having financially it's just so hard yeah i mean it really is it's just fucking hard and like my wife doesn't work and i could get in blah 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 but the thing of it is is i thought about leaving too Mm -hmm. and where i was going to get out with you it's like we. i can go someplace because recovery is like a big part of me you know what i mean i Mm -hmm. have to there has to be some meeting structures and meeting locations for me to like really like plant my feet right and i know like once you get out of big cities like this They're just, they're very few and, you know, far. Yeah. I mean, they're still there. However, that's, you know, you have in San Diego here, you have a a probably like in a single day, you probably have like 15 just NA meetings. And then that's not counting the other meetings that they have. So you move to a different city and it's going to be maybe one or two. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought about, well, if I come there, maybe that's where I start something, you know, too. like Mm -hmm. I start a new meeting. Yeah, yeah. So with you, that's what I was gonna get at. It was like you go back to Australia. I mean, obviously not to film, but to be, you know, that professional skateboarder that can maybe bring light into, you know, more people skating and
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean there's other opportunities and other avenues where I can use what I have built throughout my life to continue what I'm doing. But just at this point in my life I wanna be selfish and just be the guy that skates and films. True. Yeah. And it's hard to like Like obviously that has a time limit on it, which I don't know when that is gonna run up, but I don't wanna end it prematurely just because. Mm. Like, Australia's always gonna be there. Mm. Home's always gonna be there. And I could be stuck here until I'm fifty and then say, Fuck it, I'm gonna go back and retire out in Australia and that'll be cool. But um I don't know, when I first got into this, like no one really was still skateboarding at a professional level in their 30s and now i'm 36 and i'm still going and i can't really see an end to it i don't want to end it i want to keep going still so i don't know when i first got my like first real visa to move here like the um p1 athlete visa is what i'm on to live here when i first got it i got a three-year one because i was like that's all i'll need And there was an option for a five year as well. And I just I only got the three year because I thought that was gonna be it. I thought I was gonna be three years. Three years the career was gonna be done and I'd leave. And um, now I'm on my third five year visa. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's how much longer it's gonna keep going. Wow. But while it's going, I'm gonna stay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: That makes sense. And that is true. I mean, wow, I was gonna Obviously, that was going to be my question is how old you were because, you know, skateboarding does have a time limit, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, you can only fucking fall down so many times before you're like, fuck for this. Sure. I'm 42, bro. And if I fall down right now, <laughs> I'm like,
1: holy shit, my fucking hip, my knee, yeah. my back. I mean, I'm the same. I've had <laughs> yeah. all the all the injuries. I've done everything. Like right now, I'm, I've been dealing with a knee injury for the last nine months. And I'm actually about to go down to Tijuana to get uh, stem cell treatment in my knees. and so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting like depending on uh how that goes i feel like that could add a few more years to how everything feels i've heard good results very good results yeah i'm looking forward to going and getting that um but yeah i'm gonna go go do that spend a week down there at a, a stem cell place i think it's called cpi yeah stem cells and um yeah just try to get these knees working again
0: do you know anybody that's done stem cells
1: uh yeah i know a few i've had i've Uh. heard mixed results though like i've had um my friend annie He went out to uh columbia and got stem cells in his wrists he had like terrible wrists from skating his whole life yeah and he said it was amazing and then i've had another friend who had their knees shot and then they said it was great and then i'd know someone else that had their ankles done and they said it was nothing they didn't feel any difference they didn't Hmm. feel any benefits from it but i don't know i'm i'm willing to try anything because Exactly. I mean, the things missing, the damage in my knees is, um, it's mainly cartilage damage, and mm-hmm. cartilage doesn't grow back. There's no like surgeries. There's no PT. There's nothing you can do to make that turn around. Right. So, um, I'm gonna try the stem cells. The stem cells are supposed to supposed to regenerate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. You no,
0: know, I, I, um, <laughs> I mean, I heard on a podcast that somebody did it for their uh, lower back and, like, basically, you know, where they would fuse mm-hmm. and. That person was saying, like, he feels like a whole new person. Yeah. Which is fucking amazing to think about. I mean, but he, same thing. He went to TJ, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. My buddy, um, Chris, he's going with me. We got, like, a little package deal where we're just going to go and hang out together down there for a week and um, get these treatments. But he's getting his lower back done. He's got right. lower back issues, and it stopped him from skating for the last few months. So, wow. hopefully, it turns it around for him, too. Wow. Yeah.
2: That t- it's
0: so fucked off that we can't figure that out.
1: I think there's a lot of, like, uh, stigma behind it. Like, think about the U.S. and how weird, uh, like, the the views on abortion are. Mm -hmm. And then you look at stem cells, and it has this stigma of it coming from fetuses. So the legislation that would go behind approving that, it's going to have this big wall of people, like you know those cells in those fetuses or those cells that you help the fetus grow and you know for the baby you can't take those to help people but it's like those stem cells are farmed from umbilical cords and placentas that are thrown in the back of the hospital and incinerated so but it's just the stigma behind it that it's like oh it's fetus related so i think there's gonna be a big pushback because of that (laughs) i
0: don't think it'll ever happen (laughs) let's be honest but I think it's great that there's places doing it because it's it clearly works. I, I mean, I, I would like to see the statistics of it, not, you know, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure every everybody is different and how they react is going to be different. Sure. Blood type, all this other, just so many things. But I bet you the, the rate is much higher.
1: For sure. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm excited to try it out of the way I, I hurt my other knee a few years ago and I got um, the PRP injections, which is where they, you know, take your blood and they spin it or whatever they do and right, right. stick it back in. And I got nothing going on from that. Didn't help me at all. Didn't feel any better. So, hopefully, the stem cells are a little better than what that that was. Right. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. I yeah. Was like I, I, I can't. I want to. I want to recap. I want to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'll let so you can, know in a couple months. Yeah. For being a pro skateboard, I mean, your wrists, your knees, mm-hmm. ankles, like all those things, you have to have. You have to yeah. have them 100.
1: For sure. And like I've I've broken my wrist so many times, like you Know, torn all the ligaments in my knees and ankles so many times, and it's like that, that, that builds up, you know, the damage builds up. And right when you're in your 20s, like it doesn't matter, but now I'm into my 30s, I'm like, oh, I, I need to do something about this. Like, I need if I want longevity beyond what I've had, there's something needs to change, right? Yeah,
0: 100%. Man, hmm, god, I just was thinking about myself. It's like things start falling apart in so many words, you know, like mm-hmm. around probably like 40 like 39 40 then just 40 i'm like man i can't believe that i fucking have this pain or you know fucking it's like what they say when you're getting old it's not for pussies you know it's true (laughs) like jesus (laughs) christ it's like some of our i have a friend that's 70 years old he goes to the gym you know and he still rides a harley and i'm like man i want to be just like you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i want i hope that i am yeah you know still be able to get on your bike and fucking right away and go like out of state and just cruise you know yeah
1: i mean i think the most important thing with age and what your body is capable of is just not letting it slow down mm. the second you give your cha- your body that chance to be like hey i'm sore is when you, you've you kind of let go if you don't give it the chance to say you know that i'm your body's having a hard time and you just keep fucking going i think your body will keep up the body keeps up with the mind
0: Right, so Dan, you're saying what you're saying is I need to live by my brand. Let's fucking go. Yeah, exactly. 100. <laughs> 100. Let's fucking go, pussy. Get up and go. That's 100. Yeah. percent It. I totally. Yeah. I know. I, I think uh, I'm really grateful that for my three jobs that I have, and you know, having kids at an older age, like I really am, because it's gonna fucking keep me to where I'm not gonna be able to sit on the couch and fucking sure. watch tv you know
1: yeah there's no slowing down when the kids want to go outside and kick a ball around you're like shit yeah. i guess i'm getting up to kick that ball around yeah or i mean
0: i have a, a wife that will be like get your fucking ass up too yeah, you know so yeah. i mean that's cool i mean for me it's like i got clean at 34 so i have like i i feel like i'm catching up yeah a lot of the things that i do yeah you know, I'm i just, mean i've i've lost myself for so long you know mm-hmm. i mean like, that's
1: a lot of years too of like more damage on your body than the average human too yeah to wait until 34 yeah Yeah, that's
0: cool yeah i know i so i used to i'm an iv user and when i first got clean uh the first time i've relapsed since then anyways i went to uh i was basically a pus pocket from shooting dope Mm -hmm. and the doctors did that uh uh that fucking blue shit that makes you basically they can see all of your, your veins and all that shit you know i can't remember what it's called but Uh, anyways they were saying I had so many abscesses that they're just going to keep coming up you know and eventually they'll like pop into like a pimple and I have seen them you know Mm -hmm. to where they're very small it's not like they're huge or whatever but Mm -hmm. I've had like pimple but what I'm having now is like the circulation so I'm going back into the doctors just because it's so bizarre to not you you know you sit just here like you know normal and then my Mm -hmm. hand starts to go to sleep or Uh, Yeah, you know somebody was saying at work the other day. They're like, "Man, do you have high blood pressure?" I'm like, "No," because my hands were like so red, Mm -hmm. and it's fucking gnarly. How you the damage that we've done to our bodies while using, Mm -hmm. and not even thinking about it. You know what I mean? But the older that you get, and it's like holy fucking macaroni. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I kicked my fucking ass.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure it all like slowly catches up too. Mm -hmm. Like especially now, you think uh, like maybe I'm in the clear. Like I've done I've done so well, and then you're like little reminder sneak up, like, hey, remember when you fucked up? Yeah, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, knock, knock, I'm here. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, uh, you, like you said, Australia is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you might as well just keep going as long as you can. I mean, as long as that you're able to stay here, too, you know? Yeah. What That's was what the I'm thought? What your thought was just, like, were you just really homesick? And you're like, oh, maybe I want to go back, or...
1: No, I mean, every time another injury catches up to me and I go, shit, how long is this injury going to last? Like, is this going to be the one that ends it? Like, is this the one that never goes away or never gets better? And then that's when it kind of sneaks into my mind, like, maybe it's over, maybe it's time to go. Or, like, every time I, like, lose one of my sponsors or something where they're like, hey, we can't afford to pay you anymore or we can't take you on trips or something, I'm like, all right, I'm getting old. Like, maybe it's time to pack it up. But um, every time that happens, somehow... Another you know form of income comes in, another sponsor comes along and I, I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool, like we're good again. We're, we can still pay rent, we can still yeah. travel. we can still do all the things we need to do. Um, and then the healing that that's always been happening as well. I always somehow get my shit together and my body starts feeling good again and I'm like, oh, okay, we're staying. we're still here, we're doing it right So um, I think I'm very thankful for the body that I have and for the way it has been able to heal me through my career because i've had a lot of injuries i don't like doctors don't go to doctors very often like the last few times i've broken my wrist i've just said fuck it like i know what happens with a broken wrist they put in a cast and they send you out the door right and then they send you a bill for however much money it was so i stopped going to doctors for that i mean i'm sure if my shit was like broken backwards or something i'd Mm -hmm. it'd be a little bit different but um yeah, I'm not a big fan of doctors. Uh, so, my Who body. Who is? Yeah. They're <laughs>
0: fucking. You know what I mean, like, I'm serious. Who is?
1: Yeah, I mean, it gets worse here in this country too, honestly. And I know that's like almost a controversial thing to say as well, but I swear, fucking doctors here are just money gouging people. Of course, they don't is. give a fuck. They don't want you better. They just want you to no. pay money and then come big, back next week. Yeah, big pharma. Yeah, it's terrible. they're going to
0: find they're going to find new medications for you. Yeah. The moment that you say you have a headache, well, or. or it's anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, 12 different fucking... Yeah. Me- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you can never say those sort of things mm-hmm. at a, a, a doctor. I have anxiety. Oh, well, have you sh- let's get you set up with this shrink, and then here's this medication, and then come back, and then that medication gets you highly addictive, and then you're fucking...
1: Yeah, 100%. And then you'll you know, start coming running, in here and spending yeah. money for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. Which, I think, is another reason that stem cells is... Uh, <laughs> Not legal here too. If they could actually stem cell people and it fixes things, there's no money in it for doctors. They don't. They don't come back to the hospitals. They don't come back once you once you're fully healed. You know, right. So if they can put temporary fixes in, they they love that way more.
0: I I totally agree. Yeah, the, the, the we we talked about this on the show last week in big pharma and, and that came up too. And it's like you talk about a fucking racket. Mm-hmm. You're right. Why would they have stem cells?
1: Yeah, of course not. Yeah. So the shit
0: that works, yeah, right. It's like <laughs> medicine that works too.
1: You yeah, I mean, probably already cancer cures out there, and they're like, it has oh, to no, be. Fuck, no, don't tell. There him. has to be. Yeah,
0: there has to be. I mean, if not, I mean, how else would they make the fucking billions of dollars? It's like the, you know, my wife goes to the doctors, and they're trying to press up on her for certain vaccines and all this mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? And she's like, I'm not taking it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why would a doctor push up so hard? I'm like, they're. They're like the middleman to the dope man, mm-hmm. you know? Like yeah, they that, get
1: that cut on the way through it. They
0: have to, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know how that works, but I'm assuming that they get some sort of cut by medications that they give. Yeah. Right? I mean...
1: I, th- I think so. Fucking motherfuckers. I don't look into it too much because I don't want to get stuck in this, like, black hole of, like, m- misery and seeing how fucking terrible things really are. Right. So I just look at it from, like, a quick face value, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, that that'll do for me. Like, I'm good with that. Right. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't mean I don't have any facts either. I just know that some of the things that I've read or you know what other people would have a conversation with them, you know. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm going off of, but I won't dig deep anyways. I feel like if I dig deep, I'm gonna go, holy shit. Yeah, exactly. I don't What wanna, the I, fuck?
1: <laughs> I think I'd I'd rather live in like this uh ignorant bliss world where I can just be like, This is the decision that's good for me, the end. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I kind I I like that too. Yeah. Fuck it.
1: Like I'm not the type that's gonna get out there like And be like, you need to do this, you need to stay away from this, you need to it's like, you need to do whatever's good for you and Mm -hmm. fucking have fun with it. Like I don't know. But I'm not going to the I'm not going to the doctor if I can avoid it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does. How many how many bones have you broken?
1: Too many. I don't know. Way too many. Yeah, I can't I can't remember. I've broken ribs, arms, wrists, hands, face, legs face. I mean, knee. I mean, nose. Okay. I've broken my nose a couple times. Um, nothing too crazy in the face. Right. I'm lucky I haven't done, like, cheekbones or, like, eye sockets and yeah. stuff. That shit would be terrible. Right. But, um, yeah, the feet, the ankles, all of it.
0: Yeah, that's probably a regular thing, right? Ankle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ankles <laughs> are super common. I've been, like, pretty lucky with that. Um, but just recently, I actually went and had an MRI because I had to get an MRI to go to these stem cells, and I had them do my ankle. And in that MRI and x-ray that I got for that, it said that I had had two fractures in my ankle. And I was like, I'd never even been to a doctor for those. I didn't even know that I had that. Wow. I was like, I thought I should just tore ligaments again, but apparently I broke him. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're so fucking tough. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I just walk around with broken shit. I mean- well,
1: I mean, being a pro skater, it's like my life is just riding the skateboard. I don't have anything else to like get out of bed for. So whenever I have an injury like that, it's like, I just lay in bed for a month, watch Netflix, and then fucking good to go again. Right. You know, your body will will get the job done eventually. Right. Yeah.
0: That's true. I mean, your body obviously heals. I mean, just for how long have you been doing that? How long have you been skating? I mean, I'm sure you've been skating all your life, but how long have you been pro and active?
1: Um, I've been pro for just over 10 years. I've been, like, sponsored and traveling and all that for getting close to 20. And I started skateboarding when I was six years old. Dude. Yeah. Wow. So it's a lot of lot of years of, like, abuse on the body, physical abuse on the body, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, uh, yes, but goddamn, you are uh, you have seen a lot of great things, man, and travel, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been everywhere. I've been all over the place. That's, like, the coolest part of this job, for sure, is, like, you'll wake up, and then someone will give you a text and be like, hey, we're going here. Pack your bags. You've got three days, and we're out. And wow. It's like, all right, fuck, cool, let's go. It's like, next thing you're in China or France or taiwan or who knows where you know it's right super cool china huh yeah i've been to china seven times wow seven times <laughs> i love china really i fucking love the place really that place is like it sounds crazy to say because i know it's not but it sounds like the fuck no, it feels like the wild west when you're out there really? you can do whatever the fuck you want it's really like, yeah But it is, i would
0: think the opposite
1: exactly because you've got like I mean, obviously, it's a communist country. Obviously, they have, like, crazy, like, uh, laws for their citizens. Like, they have the, 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 what is it, the cameras everywhere. They got, like, the crazy facial recognition shit everywhere. Yeah. Which I have a funny story about, actually. But as far as, like, going out there and just doing, dude, it is, like, a fucking the Wild West. Like, the way people drive and act and, like, I don't know, for skateboarding, it's incredible. Because you can just fucking walk into a mall and just be like, all right, fuck it, we're skating here today. And no one says shit No one does shit No one cares Inside the mall Yeah fucking anywhere The cops
0: don't even fuck with you No one gives a fuck See that's so You have fucking balls The size of fucking Wisconsin Cause I'd be scared as fuck I'd be like These motherfuckers Are gonna We're uh, we're done We're gonna get locked up And nobody's ever gonna Find
1: us again It's (laughs) crazy dude I was in this one like big plaza out there one time and i was filming something and i was fucking having a tantrum fucking crying about something who knows what but i threw my board over my head wasn't even looking just threw it behind me over my head and it went through this giant glass display case it was like a like an information case about the park like i don't know what the date it was built or something but it was like the size of a fucking billboard Threw my skateboard through all this glass shattered the whole shit Hundreds of people just stopped staring at me, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, I'm going to jail in China right now. Like, this is going to be fucking bad. Cops show up. We never left. We just kept skating. Cops showed up, just came over, kind of looked at all the glass, kicked it into a pile, and left. No one said shit. No one fucking did anything. No one cared. They just... They don't give a fuck. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, and I was like, God damn, I'm fucking done right now. This is going to be the end (laughs) of me. Yeah,
0: you're going to be locked up, dude.
1: But... I did go to jail in China. Okay. A different time. Um, see, this is a part of, like, the, the keeping you under their thumb thing when you go to China. When you when you fly out there as a tourist and you book into a hotel, part of booking into the hotel, they notify the local precincts, like, police precincts, that you're there. And they say, this is where this person is staying. This is their, like, passport details, blah, blah, blah. And... Um, I didn't know that that's what happened when you usually go to China. And the last time I went there, I went and stayed at a friend's place. So there was no one that checked us in with the local police. Um, And we were skating around the city and we were showing up on their like facial recognition cameras as a group of white dudes that were skating in the city that hadn't registered and checked in with Mm -hmm. the local police. So we were staying at our friends and at five in the morning, a bunch of cops showed up, kicked the door in. Arrested everyone, took us all to jail, and we were like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is happening?" And it was because they just followed cameras, seen where we were staying, and came and grabbed us. And we were like, "What the fuck are you guys doing here? Why are you here? Why have you not checked in? Why?" And they did all the same shit as I was saying before with the um, uh, the LAX stuff. They took like all our phones and went through our Facebooks and downloaded all of our messaging and like all that shit to try to see what we were doing. Right. to see if we were like working illegally or bringing drugs in and out of the country, whatever.
0: Goddamn spy.
1: Yeah, and then when it turned out we were just skating, they were like, "All right, fuck it, whatever, get out of here." But I spent yeah. 24 hours in jail over there. It was pretty pretty wild. What but, was that um, like? It was cool. <laughs> 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 it sounds like it wouldn't be, but it yeah. was pretty fun. Like I I knew that like, you know, we hadn't done anything where we were going to be held for any crazy amount of time, you know. So I was like, this is just another experience to be having. Sure. And the the cop that was holding a in like none of them spoke english it was pretty funny we were just kind of fucking with him like we were in their own little separate zone and we kept knocking on the door and the cop that was like watching our zone kept on getting up the check to see if like someone was knocking but we were just like knocking on walls and stuff and he it was like a fucking old like 80s fucking you know war movie or something right. where they're fucking with their like prisoner of war like yeah. you know guy i don't know It was pretty funny and then this one dude came in This was actually fucking crazy, but a dude came in that had been arrested. He was covered in blood and had super long fingernails, like had these crazy long, sharp fingernails. And we found out that he'd killed somebody with his like fingernail razor blade fucking shit going on. What? Yeah. So he was in the fucking cells with us covered in someone's blood Crazy fucking thing. We're like, this dude is fucking hectic looking. What the and fuck? And turned out he fucking killed someone with his fingernail. With
0: his fucking finger. Yeah,
1: it was insane. <laughs> and they didn't even have him cuffed up. They're just nah, like, you're he going like, here yeah, with he these fucking, the fucking skateboarders. And we were all like along one wall in this cell, and this dude's on the other side, and we're just like, all right, this is fucking crazy. What was
0: the guy like?
1: He was quiet. He didn't say shit. Really? Yeah, he, was, he was a scary dude. Oh. But he was like a little guy. But just like Yeah but he had razor blades For fingernails yeah, razor blade fingernails And covered in blood You were like Alright don't fuck with that guy Yeah yeah Don't
0: even look at him Yeah
1: it was like Wow You know when you see someone With cauliflower ear or something you're Yeah You're like oh they Yeah 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 You don't fuck with that nope. dude They know what they're doing no, It was you- like the same shit You look at this guy A little skinny fucking Asian dude And he just had razor blade fingernails Covered in blood You're like don't fuck with that guy. Yeah, do yeah. not even
0: look his way.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was like that.
0: He <laughs> killed somebody with his f- like. That's funny. I killed somebody with my bare hands, literally, yeah. my fingernails.
1: Exactly. I was <laughs> fucked up. But um, yeah. I don't know. They let us out, and it was cool.
0: Wow. So fake the facial recognition is a real thing. Yeah, for sure. They they followed you from. So basically, you just have to check in. Well, but but. When you go to a hotel, they check you in. Yeah, that's like a part
1: of like checking into the hotel. They just like send you know the email to the local police. Like these are our these are our guests right now, and like got it. Obviously, when you check into a hotel overseas, you use your passport. Like this is my ID, and they just send the scan to the police, so they know exactly who you are, where you're from, when you got here, like all the things. Right. Which I don't know. It's it's crazy to think that they need that, but then on the other hand, like I kind of understand why another country would need that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty pretty wild.
0: I mean, I, I I I agree with that statement too. I mean, they don't they don't know who. The, I mean, I think that we should probably do some shit like that too. But then we'll be, you know, probably in the same category as them. But yeah, I'm like, sure that they. We, what's on, the I'm sure line? we do. We like, just don't talk about it. I think I think it, the it, fucking the, our government does some fucking way out shit. Sure. Don't get it fucked up. We know we know less than we know you know anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, give me a break. <laughs>
1: (laughs) I mean, that's the shit that trips me out is, like, obviously China, the communist country that is run by the CCP, is fucking hectic, has so much nally shit going on where they're controlling and spying on their fucking people. But the United States does all the exact same shit, like, buying information from all of our fucking, like, apps and social medias and stuff and, Mm -hmm. like, using it against us and using it to check in on us and all that sort of shit. Like, the United States does that all the same shit. All the time. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but we're a democracy, we're not a communist country, so we're, it's different. It's like, is it? Is mm-hmm. it fucking different? Yeah, it's not. Yeah.
0: We all have facial recognition now with their damn phones.
1: For sure. That, Which that, is that, like
0: that goes that goes in some sort of fucking cloud or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. you want to call it. I yeah. guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, the phones could listen to you. We can go down this hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're fucking, they could be listening to us right now. For sure. I mean, it's been a fucking fact that people get fucking jammed up from yeah. their phone And it just It's in You know It's yeah. on the—it's on their person Or it's right next to them And they can hear Whatever the fuck they want so 100% The difference is That China is just very loud I mean it, And another thing is, is That's what we're hearing Right So our, our government is saying This is what they do Which is probably true Yeah Right A mo- majority of it Has been facts However Our government does the same shit They just don't talk about it
1: Yeah Yeah 100% <laughs> Fucking funny Yeah it just depends much. what light uh, the government here wants to paint, you know, those other countries in. It's like, what do, what do we want our people to think of these countries? Right. And then that's what they'll tell you. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I know when it comes down to, uh, you know, China and, and shipping the fentanyl across. I mean, I know that that's pretty fucking real. I know that that's mm-hmm. where, you know, they make it. I'm, I'm sure that. You know, Mexico has probably figured out how to do it, too. But mm-hmm. I know the majority of that shit that's getting shipped off. I mean, now our our borders are so wide open to where it's like, who knows who the fuck is coming in here? Mm-hmm. Our friend, our friend, uh, uh, that's he works for a um, fire sprinkler company and he's working down at the border right now mm-hmm. in all locations. So like he just so happened to be at Takati and he was talking to a Border Patrol agent. He was saying how majority of the people that are coming across now are, are I mean, there's. This Hispanic people are they don't even come across right now. It's mm. all Middle Eastern and Asian and um, Japanese, or I'm sorry, Chinese. Mm. So, and it's you know a lot of women, and then there's it's all um, uh, men, Middle Eastern men mm-hmm. that are coming across. So yeah. it's, it's fucking gnarly. It's gnarly. So I mean, it's people that are coming across, it and then also obviously drugs that are just flooding this market like crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's crazy when you think about like. Those borders are open. There's drugs coming through and there's people coming through from all these different countries because that's like the easy access point. But then when you hear about the drugs and the people coming through, it's all painted in this really negative light, I feel like. And then there's people that are coming from like, that are full on refugees coming from the most fucked up places. And they come through in the same load of people that are coming through with drugs and you're like, fuck all those people. But really it's like, fuck, we should probably help a lot of those people sure i don't know it's it's a weird one it's a like you put those borders though made them harsher i guess and um yeah i don't, I don't know I, I don't know what the answer is because obviously people need help and the borders are also kind of imaginary things that were put out by people fucking years and years ago anyway mm-hmm. and it's like you know 400 years ago there was no fucking border there but there was also no drugs going either way no guns going either way there was no i don't know yeah i agree the borders are a, a, such a strange thing because it's like a made-up concept, and for what? <laughs> I don't right.
0: Know. No, and I mean, I, 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 get what you're saying, and I know that there's a lot of people that definitely come here and they need help. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, it's like it's like guilty by association. You know, I think mm-hmm. that, and I hope that I'm wrong, but I feel like there's going to s- something <laughs> will happen because of this, and there yeah. always is. You know, there's always some sort of fucking outcome that happens. And and hopefully it doesn't, you know. But I feel like there there might be something that could pop off like a September 11th. But, you know, that's maybe just me thinking mm-hmm. fucking, you know, negatively or scared, you know, yeah. basically. But I don't know. I think the borders are fucking fucked off. And I think I agree with you. There wasn't any border. I mean, nobody tries to run up to Canada. And no. Still, you know what I mean? So Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, uh, <laughs> How long? How long? I know you. I know you've been clean and sober. So yeah. how long have you been clean and sober
1: for? Um, honestly, it's been a lot of my life. Like I, I, I stopped drinking and partying and all that shit when I was still in high school. And um, it's funny because I, I feel like I got this really big jump on sobriety, and I got a really lucky jump on it. Like I got to avoid it before it became anything super detrimental in my life Mm. and i had all these really good examples in my life of why i shouldn't do that and like when i was uh when i was 10 years old my dad killed himself he was an alcoholic and he was always depressed clinic depression killed himself right before my 10th birthday and um i watched that happen i watched my whole my dad's life like falling apart you know i watched my parents get divorced when i was six I watched him struggle with having jobs, holding down jobs. I watched him always fucking, you know, miserable. And then um, I didn't put the two things together, like that the alcohol was like a big part of that until I started drinking when I was around like 12, 13, 14. In Australia, we start drinking like pretty young. You know, our our legal age is 18, but everyone starts when you're, you know, 13 or 14 or younger. So I was going to like high school parties and stuff and drinking back then. And then I remember sitting at parties and getting drunk and I I had these realizations where I'd be sitting in the corner of a party just staring at people and thinking like I'm going to go home and kill myself or I'm going to fucking start fights with people or it was never that I'd have a couple drinks and be like this is fun mm-hmm. ever like I never felt the happiness and I remember looking around and just being like how are people fucking happy right now? how are people doing this? Like, how are they drinking and not feeling the way I'm feeling? Cause this feels fucking terrible. And then I realized that's a fucking me thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like an issue with me and it's like, and then it kind of clicked and I was like, Oh, that's like my dad had the same issue. Obviously like he must've had a similar, you know, reaction to drinking that I'm having right now. And um thinking back on like, you know, the way he was and the way I was feeling, I was like, all right, fuck like it's, This is the thing that's definitely not good for me. And I stopped, but then I also kind of stopped accidentally. I had like two cruiser friends and one of my cruiser friends, all they cared about was skating. It was like skating every fucking weekend. They're skating every day after school. And then like there was a couple weekends where I hung out with my other friends that were partying and we'd go out on a Friday or Saturday night. And then I wouldn't be able to meet up with my friends and go skate on the weekend. And I was like, fuck, I missed another weekend skating with those guys. And then I was like, all right, fuck it. i got to stop drinking those nights. And then I started hanging out more with my skater friends rather than the drinking friends. And then it just gradually happened, kind of. Like, I'd, I already knew that I didn't like drinking, and it was bad for me. And then I just gradually started splitting away from the friends that drank and started skating more with the people that didn't. And it was... Not necessarily a conscious decision like today's going to be the last time I've ever I ever touched this shit, but it just happened on its own. Mm -hmm. And I think um, I mean, I think I was fucking super lucky for that to have happened, like for me to have had a different path to follow. Like if I hadn't ever found skateboarding or had these friends that skated, I probably would have just kept fucking drinking with the other guys like I would have had nothing else to do. You know, I didn't have the other path to take. So I'm I'm super thankful and lucky that I had that. And I I will always say, like, skateboarding has fucking given me everything I have. And it all, like, stemmed from, like, that. You know, if I didn't have it, I didn't know where the fuck I'd be. Mm. Wow.
0: Wow, that's that's really rough <clears throat> to think about. Uh, yeah, I agree, right? I mean, that's fucking rad. It mm. literally saved your life. Yeah. And the people that are in it saved your life, too, mm-hmm. you know, by... Even by reaching out and just even telling you like, "Hey, we're going skating," and mm-hmm. fucked up by drinking with these yahoos, you know. Yeah, for sure. That's funny, man. And you just it, you just stop. I mean, family, the family life. How was that? Was that pretty rough?
1: I mean, I grew up in um, what the Australian version of like projects. You know, it's like uh, mm-hmm. you know government housing where they sub- you know give you cheap fucking housing to live in. And we're constantly moving around because every few fucking years, the government's like, oh, actually, you guys now qualify for this, even lower version of where you were living. You gotta to move to these places now. So there was like a lot of moving around when I was younger, you know. And um, once my dad was out of the picture, and it was just me and my brother and my mom, I have a younger brother as well. He's uh, seven, six years younger than me. Um, once we were like moving around to all these places, it got pretty, got pretty real. And I wasn't really getting along well with my mom. Cause I, had, I'm not stupid. Um, so I did okay in school without trying to do okay in school. So my mom was constantly hounded by people like, Hey, he's not trying, he's not showing up. He's not paying attention in class. He's being a fucking dickhead as most of us are, you know, in our you know, mm-hmm. early teens. Um, <laughs> So I would constantly get into these fights with my mom. My mom didn't really understand why I was always going out skating, and I'd, like, disappear for days going out with my friends skating. You know, we'd be – I'd do trips down to Melbourne, which is a 14-hour drive from Sydney. So we'd, like, get some friends together and just disappear to Melbourne for a weekend or whatever, like, fuck off and go skating down there, and I wouldn't say shit to my parents, like, to my mom. So I didn't have a good relationship with her because I was a fucking shithead. And she was also kind of a mess just from, you know, struggling her whole life as well. You know, like, uh, she splits up with my dad or whatever. And then she's a single mom looking after these two, me and my fucking younger brother, who's also a dickhead. He was (laughs) terrible too. Um, you know, so she was having a hard time and there wasn't, I grew up in a family that didn't have a lot of, uh like support and it wasn't like a family that says like i love you and like no no hugs no nothing like that it was like a very tough love kind of uh situation like from everyone in my family and like i brought people once i was like sponsored in the states and stuff i brought american friends to australia to meet like my mom and my grandparents when they were still alive because i lived with my grandparents for a long time too and i would introduce like my friends from here to my family and they were like holy shit your family are fucking assholes Mm. because they have um well i grew up thinking tough love yeah but then the more i meet more people and the more i travel i'm like that's that's not fucking tough love like my mom's just a fucking pretty shitty person like she's she puts you down any chance she gets and like and I always thought, like, oh, yeah, that's just to, like, toughen people up, you know? And it's like, nah, that, that doesn't toughen people up. That makes them a fucking asshole. And then they'll be an asshole to everyone. Because I had, like, a reputation of being this fucking asshole to people. And then it took me a long time to, like, sit back and realize, like, fuck, I'm just, like, a product of my environment. I grew up just like my fucking mom. Like, I remember being, like, seven years old and coming home from school and being like, hey, mom, like, I have a girlfriend. And my mom went, oh, I always thought you were gay. Oh, and it's like, fuck. Like, okay, mom, cool. Like, right. I'll never tell you about anything else ever again. Right, and um, that's a
0: different kind of uh, tough love.
1: Yeah, <coughs> and like, yeah, I thought of it as tough love, but it's it's not, you know. I, and it took me probably until I was like thirty years old to realize that that's not what that was.
0: I wow, was like, that's a long time to yeah to hold on to that. For sure, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I love my mom. She. She did try her best for sure, but there was definitely a lot of places where she was lacking. Yeah. And then I have like a weird relationship with my mom now. We don't talk a lot. And um I don't know, there was there was times like a few years ago where I was making like pretty good money skating and she would always ask me like, "Hey, when are you going to buy me a house?" And I'm like, "Oh, probably never because I don't make that much money. Like I don't even buy myself a fucking house." Right. And then I was like, it's kind of a, it's got to be a joke. Like she's not real about the house thing. And then my brother would message me like, "Hey, how come you haven't bought mom a house?" And I'm like, "Because I don't have fucking money." Like, what do you guys mean? And they they were dead serious. Like, because my brother, he's a uh, he's thirty now. He still lives with my mom. Um, he's been in and out of jail. He he's got some problems. He's got some shit going on. But they they sit there and they resent me because I got out. You know, like I. I stopped drinking, I left, I left the country, I fucking followed this path, like my mom works at a supermarket, and my brother was working at a supermarket most of his life too, just stocking shelves, and they haven't ever left where they are, they've never traveled, they've never seen other things, they never had a dream they've pursued, they never had any of the things, right. and they see me, somewhat successful, pursuing this dream that I had, and they, they probably wouldn't admit it, but they fucking resent it, for sure. And the way they talk to me and the way I have a relationship with them is a very uh clear indication of it but um yeah I love my mom and she she tried but there was a there was a disconnect there somewhere for sure
0: yeah <clears throat> I mean I can relate you know what my my upbringing wasn't the best too mm. and <clears throat> i uh you know I gave my mom an amends and I, that's all I really talk about I wrote her a letter and I basically said um I forgive you, Mm -hmm. you know, and I really do. And I don't hold on to any resentments because I lived a very long time with many resentments. And Mm -hmm. there's some things that still pop up, you know, and, uh, you know, it's uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, family trauma is fucked up.
1: For sure. Because
0: what happens is we just, you know, we just put that on other people. Yeah. At least that's what I found for myself. I treated people the way that I was treated thinking that that was normal and it's 100%. not and it's not normal you yeah. know and i still catch myself all the time with like name calling and you know or just aggressiveness yeah because that's how i was brought up is yeah. aggressive you yeah know? and fighting and hitting was okay for sure you know yeah same and it's not yeah i get triggered Dane. like uh I, some of my friends know like <clears throat> My stepdad used to fucking wallop me in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Like, you idiot, you fucking dumb fuck, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, people, like, touch the back of my head, and it triggers me sometimes to where I get into, like, a fucking rage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I mean, not so much anymore. it's funny, and it's really stopped happening ever since my son. Because my son will just keep walloping me in the head, mm-hmm. you know, and slapping me. And uh, my wife brought it up. She's like, wow, you're not, like, getting mad. And I'm like, I forgot. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, but... gets reprogrammed when it's coming from that instead of yeah yeah
0: but that that's um that's really that's really tough because they uh they probably hold some fucking resentment towards you Mm -hmm. and assume that you're just some rich skateboarder (laughs) you know what i mean like you're just yeah you know make millions of dollars and where where's their you know for
1: sure yeah i'm like i make like fucking 40 grand a year like fucking give me a break like i'm not buying anything i'm paying rent and struggling like yeah I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's a tough one. And then, um, yeah, because I'd, I I <laughs> left in two thousand and eight and came to the states. And before that, I'd moved out of home and I was living. I was with my grandparents a little bit, and then living with friends a little bit. And like, I left my little brother when he was young. Like he was probably seven when I when I was out. Right. And like, we had no dad. Has no, you know. Big bro anymore so i understand his resentment for sure like i was supposed to be someone for him to look up to like ask the questions like yeah. look for the help all that stuff so as much as i understand where his like resentment towards me comes from i'm also like fuck man i had to get out like i had to go do something i couldn't i couldn't stay there all right. so i i can't be too um bummed on myself for leaving at the same time you know no way um
0: you had to save your own life man yeah that's sure. that, that's all there is to that I think that your brother I'm, I'm let's let's just say this I hope so I hope that your brother comes to that realization someday yeah and and understands that which I mean there's a 50 50 percent chance that he is right so hopefully that the positive part is he, one day he's gonna wake up and and just be like you know what fuck look at my life mm-hmm. you know what I mean i i I could have done the same thing but i was stuck for sure your mom never got remarried or Mm -mm. no boyfriend nothing
1: like that i mean she had boyfriends and stuff Uh (laughs) Uh um and uh that was another one too i remember i went i went home for christmas one year and i was with uh my mom and my brother and my mom's boyfriend at the time and he hit my little brother like he was my little brother like threw a ball at him and um like, playing around style, and he wasn't ready for the ball, and it, like, fucking bounced off his jet, whatever. And he got up, and he hit my little brother, and I fucking lost my shit. I, like... Right. Like, and then it was weird, because I hadn't been around a lot either, so to, see, to show up and see that happen just in front of me for the first time, I was like, what the fuck is happening when I'm not here? And it wasn't like a... Not like a hit like I want to hurt this kid but it was like the same shit as you were saying like a slap over the head where it's like it doesn't hurt anyone but it fucking hurts you yeah you know and when to see that happen to my brother I was fucking losing it and I, my mom kicked me out like you gotta leave you gotta get out of here and I left and um after that I like never asked about like what's which guys are you seeing like who's hanging out I was like fuck I just gotta gotta leave it and move on cause you know it's gonna get me in trouble it's gonna get my family it's gonna get all of us in trouble you know alright Um, but yeah, it's the same shit that you were saying, like you wrote your mama letter. Like I wrote my mama letter too. I did the same thing. And I was like, Hey, these are all the things that have hurt me over these years. These are the things that have happened where I was like, uh, this came up and this and this and blah, blah, blah. And like the story that I told earlier when I talked, talked about like having a girlfriend and my mom asked about like, Oh, I thought you were gay. Put that all in there. And she wrote back like, none of that happened. And I was like, Oh fuck.
0: So another relatable thing, man. Yeah it's It's fucking wild how it's a, it's an illness one hundred percent it's a mental illness, mm-hmm. and I have to be so for me I have to be okay with that mm-hmm. but uh there is so much memory loss, I should yeah. say right to where that there's there's not even a conversation or that never happened so yep. i mean I've heard that too of like eh, what do you what do you mean yeah. You know, what I mean, and that's uh, it's really hard because it's like, I know, like, I remember what happened. Yeah. You know, and it's really tough because then, we're, you know, where do you go from there?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what happened is like she my mom messaged me and was like, hey, like, we don't talk much. You don't come here to see me much. Like what's going on? Like she wanted to know. So I was like, all right, fuck. Like this is the time where I have to like have to speak up and say all these things that have fucking affected me, blah, blah, blah. I wrote it all out, wrote this long thing, and she was so dismissive of the whole thing. Like, no, nah, that's, that's not how that went. That's not how I treated you. That's not how.
0: What's going on, guys? Dustin with the LFG 1904 show. Reconstruction Rescue is your best choice for flood restoration services in San Diego County. With years of experience in the industry, their dedicated team of project managers will work hand-in-hand with you from start to finish, specializing in home insurance water damage claims. They take on the headache of dealing with your insurance company so you don't have to. Call this number today for a free estimate. 760-891-9919. Once again, that number is 760-891-9919. Reconstruction Rescue. Y'all know the deal.
1: These things, and I was like, well, fuck, like if that's your stance on it, then like this is our relationship now. I'm not Mm -hmm. mad at you. I fucking love you. You're my mom, but like this is how it is. There's going to be a distance. There's going to be a disconnect between us and like, that's that's it yeah and um yeah yeah. that's
0: tough that's tough too i mean at the same time we just we love our family because it's our family for sure you know and i I would do i still would do anything for my mom too yeah i mean if my mom called me and needed help
1: with something i'd be there and i'd try and do everything i could to help but yeah
0: there's uh, there's a lot of um you know you know i had to like take it easy on myself too Mm because i was not having so many expectations because as a kid A boy always loves his mom, you know, Mm -hmm. at least for me. And I just wanted that instant gratification, and I wanted that love, and I wanted all of these childhood things even Mm -hmm. to happen when I expected, I expected something like that in the leather, which I got some really good, I got some good feedback from it. I really did. Yeah. Um, But my expectation was too high. Yeah. And, you know, the more times not when I have too many high expectations, they always fail you know yeah. then i just get hurt again
1: yeah i mean i'm I'm definitely this sort of person that preaches that almost where i'm like don't put expectations on your shit just fucking live your life and see where you end up i don't know it's like the more expectations you build the more chance you have of like hurting yourself bumming yourself out about something right i don't know or but building then a resentment yeah type. for sure like yeah. where, why isn't this working out for me what the, what went wrong what who's Who's in the shadows here that's pulling these fucking strings and keeping me from my dreams? Or like, yeah, or resenting yourself like I didn't try hard enough, I didn't do enough, I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the expectations are a weird one. Not to put expectations on your expectations.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a that's a perfect line.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean that that's something that I. 100%
0: 100% try to work on mm-hmm. Is expectations Cause I have way too many High expectations mm-hmm. You know And it's like I shouldn't expect I shouldn't have it I shouldn't even think yeah. about Somebody else's shit Yeah
1: yeah Never For sure
0: Fucking never ever Wow. so uh, yeah, That just sucks I was just thinking about your brother You know Like that was uh, During my process of Using and fucking around And getting incarcerated Getting out Getting mm-hmm. high again Blah 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 I Just my sister We're four years apart and I just killed her, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, getting that relationship back is like been such a fucking blessing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I hope that you can get that too with your brother because that's all you guys have. Yeah, for but sure. he's. I think that it, he's so stuck. I mean, if he's living with your mom too.
1: Yeah, it's weird. They're like a little echo chamber of each other. Like, yeah. yeah, he's still not here. He's still not helping. And they're like, yeah, he's not. And yeah, that's now fuck him, huh? Yeah. Yeah. how dare
0: him? That rich guy <laughs> living in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. See, one of the last times too, this is a funny one. I went back to Australia for summer right before COVID, and um, while I was out there, I bought the little camper van. You know, like a fucking a little uh, <laughs> like Sprinter van RV style thing with like a bed and everything in the back. Because my mom was always like, "Hey, I'd love to be able to go camping. If you buy one of these things while you're here, you can use it while you come out for the summers." And then leave it with me and I can go camping through the year. So I was like, all right, yeah, cool. Good idea. So I bought a fucking car, left it with my mom. And then about a year later, while COVID's on, I got into this fight with my brother. And he's like, you buy this fucking car and just dump it in our yard and expect your mom to look after it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it was her fucking idea. She wanted it to go camping. I bought it for her. Right. And then, yeah, it was like something that my brother used and weaponized against me to prove that I was this terrible person, you know? And it's like, what the fuck is my mom saying to you for you to think that? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, there's some weird shit. And I, I, like you were saying, like, it's, mm. it, you got to forgive them and just be like, all right, there's something there. There's something they're missing in their life. And I'm the easiest scapegoat, I think, is what a lot of that comes down to. Mm-hmm. But, I'll be a scapegoat. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, obviously, you've worked on yourself enough to where you, even writing a letter that's a hu- huge step, mm-hmm. you know, because most people just will just hold on to it. Yeah, you know, just fucking hold on to it. Yeah, I mean, you, you get both sides too. Like you had to leave, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, you. I mean, you had the opportunity to leave, mm-hmm. and you did. Yeah. So that I mean that just goes back into the same. You know, first question, I guess, about you moving back there, you know? Yeah. Like, how would that be if you move back?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think, because um, I go back usually every summer. I didn't go back this year because I couldn't afford it. I spent too much money this year, and I didn't have the money to fuck off to Australia for a couple months. Right. Um, but I usually go back, and I'll just hang out with friends. Like, my best friend in the world is out there, and I'll go stay with him. He owns a house that's, like, on a little, uh, like a little river right next to the beach. And... We'll go out there and just go fishing all day and hang out so when i go back there that's that's kind of my spot is his place right yeah
0: and you visit with them yeah (laughs) watch the resentments yeah i'll just (laughs) go i'll just go hang out with my looks
1: i'll go hang out with my mom like a couple times i'll get dinner or something and be like cool it's good to see you mom like i'm I'm still here i'm still your son i still love you yeah yeah
0: still no girlfriend huh yeah it looks like like my fucking thought was right yeah exactly (laughs) exactly. Man, that's wild. I, I that so my mom would never say shit like that, but that would be something like my stepdad would say to me. Right. You know what I mean? So it's so fucking relatable, and it hurts so bad too. And it's like, fucking, you're such a piece of shit, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, why are you so fucking hateful?
1: And I grew up with that. And I was like, that's just the way people. Tr-. And my grandparents were pretty similar as well. Like they were like, so I see where my mom got it from. And it's like, and I grew up with it. And every time, every chance I got to like have a dig at someone. I'd fucking take it and right. I'd jump on it and like I still I still catch myself doing it and I don't want to do it mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person but I remember I had um, a few years ago probably like five or six years ago now I was walking in Sydney like through the city and this dude pulled me up and he's like hey Dane and I was like "What?" yeah and he goes you probably don't remember me but I used to skate and um, we're at a skate park one time and uh, you skated past me and you called me Green Day because mm-hmm. he said at the time he had, like, the dyed black hair with, like, an emo fringe and, like, some eyeliner and he was skating around the park like that. And I called him Green Day as he skated past. Mm-hmm. He said he knew who I was at the time because I was, like, a sponsored skateboarder. I was, like, the local, like, you know. Mm. Hot shit. Not, yeah, hot <laughs> shit. Not professional yet, but, like, this was, like, in my younger days. But, like, I was sponsored. I was in magazines and stuff. So he knew who I yeah, was. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But he knew who I was, and when I called him Green Day, he was like, "Fuck, that was a dude that I I really liked, someone I looked up to." And he just fucking like took a jab at me because of the way I looked. He said he went home and tried to kill himself.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, and he pulled me up, and he's like, "I forgive you now, but like that fucked me up, and that was like years of my life that you like, you were like the nail in the coffin that put me over the edge." of wanting to kill myself. And I was like, fuck. Like I never even like, I never realized how much weight such a little fucking nothing comment mm. could leave on somebody. And him telling me about that, like so many years later and being like, I forgive you and it's cool. And like, I'm in a good place now. But at the time, like that was fucked. I was like, shit. Yeah. Like I need to change and I need to figure out why I'm like that, where that came from, what, and like I, I looked at my family life, and I'm like, oh, I know where it came from, you know, I, I know exactly where the fuck that came from, yeah. and um, yeah, that's definitely something that like I've worked on for the last however many years of like trying to, not do that or be that person. Yeah. yeah, you know
0: what I mean. And to go back to what our first part of the conversation too, it's like that's relatable too. I mean, you've had thoughts of killing yourself too, mm-hmm. so it's not. It's and I have too. So when people say that. And I've had similar situations, and I still do, when people say, hey, yeah, yeah, you're Dustin. I'm like, I like, look at him like, yeah. You know, like, I don't, do I need to apologize right yeah, away? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm or, you, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it literally just happened last night. The guy comes to me and he says, you look familiar. And I'm thinking, okay, where did you, where did you see me at? Mm. You know? Mm. And he goes... You're married to Elise, and I said that's a great one. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yes, yeah, I cool. am. You <laughs> yeah. know? Yes, I am. And she ended up going to school with this. Guy, blah, blah. Okay. But a majority of the time, it's like, yeah, you know, that one time in, you know, in high school, you fucking threw me in a trash can for no mm-hmm. reason.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I was a fucking asshole.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: You know, I was a total fucking dickhead.
1: Yeah. I mean, how long ago was that? Which when the kid said it to me, I was like five years ago, six years ago, or something. He told me about it, and I was like, that was. It was a pretty big uh, like moment for me to like look at myself and be like, All right, I'm still I'm still that fucking guy. Like that could happen today. I could skate past someone at the skate park right now and call him fucking Green Day for that. And I realized like shit some, something needs to change. Because that's not that's not cool, it's not funny, there's nothing there's no point to doing that. Right. Like who the fuck am I trying to impress saying some fucking backhanded shit to someone at a skate park when I'm by myself and they're by their self? Like what the fuck does that get me you know and i just realized it's like a knee-jerk fucking reaction to the way i was brought up it's like yeah my my mom was like that my grandparents were like that they were fucking they your, would take digs gran- at people
0: your grandparents too is that your mom's side
1: yeah mom's side i never knew my dad's uh, dad's side he always said he was an orphan but he he wasn't i think he just had parents that he didn't get along with either and just didn't want you to know yeah about yeah
0: generational fucking shit
1: yeah 100% and then, um, I mean, this is kind of unrelated now. But um, even after my like after my dad died, my we never talked about it. Like I never, my mom never brought it up. We never said anything. We never like I have no idea where my dad is buried. Have no idea what happened. Like I went when remember going to the funeral. Don't know if he was cremated. Don't know anything that happened after that. We never spoke about it. Wow. I don't know the exact date that my dad died. I don't know any of the things. Cause once that was gone, it was just like, yeah, we, we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> and it's just, that was something too that I didn't realize was strange until like, you know, I was in my like twenties and people would ask like, Hey, what's up with your dad? And I'm like, Oh yeah, he killed himself. And they're like, when? And I'm like, ah, I was like 10.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. The date. Yeah. Like uh, What's the anniversary? But you know. But
1: the crazy thing is as good as I can remember, it was on my birthday
0: he died on your birthday
1: as good as it like from my memory that's when it is because i know that i would spend every second weekend with my dad and i remember wanting to go hang out with him on my birthday because my birthday was on the weekend and he didn't want to see me on my birthday weekend Mm. and that was the time i was supposed to be with him and then i remember having my birthday party and my mom being like out in the living room, like bawling her eyes out, crying, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I think that was that was when it was. That was
0: one, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even if it was close, you know, a day or two before or after, whatever yeah. the
1: fuck, you know, it was like right, right there. Mm-hmm. But then, because we never talked about it, I'm like, "Is that when that was?" Is right. That? Yeah. On my birthday. Yeah.
3: Wow. How did that make you feel?
1: shitty i don't know know. i'm like damn yeah
3: you've been through some real shit
1: yeah i mean everyone everyone goes through their shit for sure and i think that the levels of the shit are all relative as well like there's there's points that are like my lowest point that aren't shit on what you would think are other people's lowest points so like there's people that you know they fucking stubbed their toe on wednesday and that was their lowest point you know and it's like that that hits them just as hard as like some shit that you know like my dad died on my fucking birthday you know it's like everyone's lowest point is still their lowest point it's all relative to each person that's why it's like a, another important thing to not be a fucking dick to people for no reason cuz you never know when they've hit you know yeah. hit their lowest point you don't know what the fuck people are going
0: through i mean it's something what you said was like i mean hey green day i mean you know yeah. what i mean it's like it, it, the thing of it is it's like you don't know what that person is going through for sure you know and where they're at in their life and you know maybe he was trying to fit that person I'm assuming he was just trying to fit in somehow and and, yeah. you're, and you're like an idol to him and it was like fucking just devastating to.
1: yeah it's like the perfect storm of like yeah. fucking, <laughs> or who knows
0: what the fuck happened yeah. his dog might have died that day too and it just took everything out because a lot of times people use that too you know they use like well you said and did this but I had 50,000 other things sure. that I was going through, but, like, you know, I'm going to blame you. Yeah, you know? yeah There's a lot there, A lot of people like to blame other people besides looking in the mirror, too. 100%. You and know,
1: I just, I don't want to be the person that's uh, no, I know. worth blaming anymore. Yeah, no, <laughs> right. for sure. It's not even worth it. Yeah, I don't want to give people <laughs> the reason.
0: Those conversations are really tough to have, mm-hmm. you know, and even if you make an amends, like, you, st- you st- uh, I still feel like shit, mm-hmm. you know? just because you make an amends with somebody that definitely doesn't make it over, yeah, yeah, hundred percent you know, let me ask you something since all since of all this you know a lot of the you know a lot of trauma that you've had, how is it with you with a relationship with a female?
1: um it's weird uh I mean most of my most of my younger days being a traveling professional skateboarder, especially being an Australian living in the United States getting girls was fucking easy yeah, and fun and cool. And I would use that constantly to be filling like, you know, time and gaps in my life where I was like, Oh man, I'm kind of bummed. I should probably just fucking hit up some chick and try and get laid. And I did that forever. Like so many fucking girls. And I definitely was the dude that would just like fuck someone and never talk to them again. Sure. And then it's like, you know, you get, especially the like, uh, the era that we came up in or brought up in, I'm sure it was just like, yeah, dudes get pussy, dudes try to get chicks, dudes try to get laid, and then like, cool, you're the cool guy for fucking someone. Mm-hmm. So like I'd still had that mentality forever, you know, it's like you fuck someone, you're stoked, you tell your friends, everyone laughs, the high five, whatever the fuck it is. And it's like, oh cool, you just you know, you just like fucking used that person. Like there's that wasn't that wasn't cool. Nothing mm-hmm. none of that's sick. None of that makes you a fucking like cool guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and now, like, I'm 36. I'm a single dude. Uh, I'm definitely not just trying to, like, fuck people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's fun. It's cool. Sure. It's, it's a good time when it's the right person. Um, but I definitely am in a much more thoughtful place with it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm getting involved with someone on that level, it's nice to be very forward about it and be like, Hey, this is what this is. If you don't want it to be this, we're cool. We're friends. You can, we can high five and you go the other way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't ever see myself being like a married dude. I don't ever see myself. Uh, I wouldn't want to bring someone else into my life where I am. And I don't think I can like, uh, get it onto a path where i could invite someone into like this Mm -hmm. i don't know especially while i'm still like a professional skateboarder and it's like every other fucking week like someone will call and be like hey we need you to fly here and do this and blah 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 like oh can you uh i don't know wake up at fucking 7 a.m and fuck off to do a podcast down Mm -hmm. in lakeside whatever yeah it's like when you have someone else in your life in a relationship that's someone you have to check in with and be like, hey, is it cool if I do this? And I kind of don't want to do that. I yeah. don't want to have to check in with someone. I don't want to... I don't know.
0: Well, that's pretty good that you're not... Because some people just want to be in a relationship and then basically do whatever the fuck they want. And that was yeah. mostly... That was that was really my question, too. So have you been in a long-term relationship before or not? No.
1: Yeah, I've had a couple. I mean, I dated... Uh, I dated this one girl. Shoot... <laughs> She was like a, an Instagram model chick for. I dated her for like eighteen months. No, of course, she was. she was. She was real hot. She's cool. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean that that fits. Professional skateboarder. You know. Yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, model. Yeah. No problem. What was yeah. her name? Kardashian.
1: <laughs> something like that. Oh, um, but no, she was cool. And like I, I dated her for a while. Like she came to Australia with me. Met my mom one time. We fucking. Uh, I oh, took her on a skate trip to South Africa. That's legit. Yeah, I took her to all sorts of places and then uh and then she cheated on me. And I went, Oh, okay, cool. Like oh, nice girl. if you if you wanted to if you wanted to fuck someone else, like maybe you should have just told me about that and we could have high fived and gone our separate ways and you go do your thing. Like you don't need to cheat on me. Jesus. Like we could right. just have the conversation and like be like, Oh, like you're not happy in this relationship, like we can fix it or we can end it. You know, it's like that was one of the things that I've definitely uh learned getting older too it's just like the conversations are so important if you're not happy with things and you want things to change just fucking talk about it don't be the shitty person that goes behind someone's back to fucking you know i don't know just be selfish i guess mm. yeah so
0: that was that, that ended that yeah that was the end of yeah, that, that, that ended that quick when
1: she did that and then she like she would hit me up like hey we should hang out again i'm like no i'm, I'm good like right. you'd, you'd you did your thing. Like, she started dating the dude that she was cheating on me with for a little bit, and then they broke up, and then she was, like, hitting me up to hang out again, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not mad at you. I'm not fucking—none of this shit. I'm just—I'm good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's hurtful things, too. I mean, give me a break. How yeah. long were you guys officially dating for?
1: Like, 18 months. So, <laughs> so it's not young long, but it's, like, it's enough. Long enough. Yeah.
0: You know, long enough. You start really having feelings for somebody in yeah, six for months. Sure. You know, so— if you if you attach a year on to that or a little bit more that's mm-hmm. you know that's pretty substantial I mean cheating to me is just wild and I've been a cheater too you know so I've mm-hmm. done it and it's like yeah, fucking it's like it's such a selfish th- a selfish thing to do for sure and it's the whole thing of like not getting caught and like it's almost like for me being a drug addict that like I can totally look back at it and and understand because it's like your dopamine levels, like of not getting caught and mm-hmm. like sneaking and doing all of these things, your dopamine levels are just, yeah. And then even when you get caught, you're like still, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. fucking it's such a bizarre fucking feeling, you know? But
3: mm-hmm. yeah, on to the next level. Yeah, I was so about to the the say, next- Rafa, go <laughs> ahead and let us know about that. Right. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. nothing for you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well,
1: the conversations, I think, are important. It's so, it's mm-hmm. so much easier, and it's so much like I'm learning that now. Yeah, like less with, selfish. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. fucking if you're not happy, you want to fucking do something else. Just be like, hey, I love you. You are cool, but this is how it is. Like I, right. I don't know. Save ever on the fucking drama.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chick I'm with now, she ain't letting It's like, motherfucker, he was at the store for ten minutes. <laughs> Stores right across the street. Fuck you on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's different, but it's like like you were saying, like communication is key. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like talking like I never ha I never been in a relationship where uh you could just say exactly what's going on in your head and everything It's cool. Like, we could process through the shit together. I've never been in a relationship like that. So, I always was like sneaky and everything like that in the current relationship Mm -hmm. I was in. And then she was like, No, nigga, we need to talk. (laughs) 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 You know? And it's it's different now. It's real different. I feel like it's healthier. Yeah, I mean, that shit's uncomfortable.
1: Conversations are fucking, they're painful to have for sure to bring that shit up and be like, and I don't know, thinking like, Oh, I gotta find the perfect, there's no perfect time. It's like you just gotta fucking rip those band-aids off sometimes and yeah. just have the conversations. And mm. they don't always have cool outcomes. No, but not at all. They, it has to be done. Yeah, you're right about yeah. that. <laughs>
0: There's, you might hear some things you don't wanna hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. For sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, yeah, shit, if my girlfriend sat me down, I was like, hey, your game sucks. Like I gotta go find someone else to fuck because I'm not getting it here. I'd Pop be like, dead. shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. But like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, yeah. I get <laughs> it because I've been there. I've I've been banging people that I didn't want to be banging no more as well, and been cheating on them. So I get it. Like fucking go find what are you look find here, lump dick. And yeah, it'd be like, yeah. This. just be like,
2: <laughs> what the
0: fuck? <laughs> fucking out of here, dude. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then you're gonna just go. You know what? Fuck it. I'm
1: done. Oh god, see ya. <Shit. laughs> yeah. Fuck sure. up. Fuck everything.
0: God damn it
1: but yeah i don't know i just the conversations are important yeah
0: for yeah. sure man i i tell you man <laughs> i'm so i'm so glad that I, that you came on and this has been a great show bro this has been a great Thank show you. You, you you're still i mean we didn't even really talk about maybe really much of your i mean we did about your traveling and your skateboarding mm. but the things that you're still able to do right now is pretty fucking amazing like you have a really rad life i mean to be able to wake up every day and do something that you love, like that we all dream of doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing more in the world that me and Rafa want right now just to wake up and just do this full time too, you know? And I know that it's, it's work, you know? Just like the work that you do, you have to, yeah. fucking, you have to put in work. 100%. You're fucking talented, you know what I mean? But you have to put that talent to something, and that's skateboarding for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the fact that you've been doing it for so long, man, fucking yeah. wild.
1: I will I will tell you though the quickest way to uh to hate doing something you love is to turn it into a job. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they, it comes with all of its um all of its downsides too and like I don't know, people always tell me like, "Man, you're so lucky you get to do this for a living." And I'm like, "Yeah, I am, but there's a lot more than luck that went into it and there's a lot more that goes into it than what people think." You know, there's so many fucking downsides like being a pro skater you're immediately in this public eye so you've got all these people constantly judging you like so many fucking people judging you and it's like where we started this conversation where i talked about how like if you look at someone in skateboarding and don't like how they dress everyone's like fuck that dude look at how they fucking dress Mm -hmm. like there's always people are gonna hate how i fucking dress if i wear a fucking pair of black jeans and a black t-shirt people be like oh my god this dude's wearing all fucking black again right and it's like this is the most fucking simple thing a human being can put on their body and walk out the door and what the fuck are you talking about? But um, there's always going to be the people fucking hating and judging and looking at you yeah. and it just gets amplified by the fact that you have sponsors that are trying to get you in front of as many people as you can. So there's the constant judgment, the constant fucking shit talking, the constant people trying to shit on you and drag you down. It never fucking stops, never ever ends. And like for my job, like what I'd love to do the most is film video parts and cre- uh, curate these parts and give it back to skateboarding. I'm like, Hey, like this is how fucking hard I pushed myself. Hopefully you guys watch this and enjoy it. And I'll put out like a five minute thing where people like, you know, watch my video my skating for five minutes. Go cool. And it could have taken years of me putting every fucking thing I had into it. And then you'll have someone just be like, I fucking sucked. Right. And it's like, that was fucking years of my life of me like literally fucking killing myself. Like I fucking split my head open 12 times filming this fucking part. I broke my fucking wrist again. I fucking did that. Like, and you guys just, you watched fucking 30 seconds and told me it sucked. Like, fuck you. So there's a lot of, uh, putting yourself out there to be fucking judged and hated and fucking booed, I guess. And it's for, not real things you know people will just be like yeah fuck that guy mm. and um that's just like one of the downsides mm. is having that and then there's like the constant pressure from you know like my last video was really good and people love it and they're like can't wait to see what you have next like better be fucking good <laughs> and you're like oh fuck like i gotta try to like one up from what i did last time and be better than the like all right i'm fucking trying but like it's all fucking subjective too like it might not be good to you you might not like the song that i fucking picked to skate to or you might not like this trick that i did you might think that trick looks stupid or whatever mm-hmm. so there's the constant judgment from that side of it too and the pressure and like the pressure you put on yourself where you want to be fucking better and then that takes a toll on you mentally as well it's like why can't i fucking push this trick further than what i have before like what's and that comes down to the expectations, like we are talking about earlier, mm-hmm. like putting too much expectation on things when you should just be like, fucking do your best, dude, and be stoked on it. And then there's the sponsors, too, that are like, hey, we expect this from you. And that can be a lot, too. Like sometimes I remember I used to ride for Volcom and um, I blew out my right knee, I tore my patella tendon, and. Uh, three weeks later they were like hey we need you to shoot a photo for an ad and i'm like dude i have a fucking torn tendon in my knee like i can't walk right now and they're like whoa we need an ad dude like it's your fucking job now so i had to go out and try to skate on this fucked up knee and i legitimately couldn't walk and i was like there was a spot that i was trying to skate and i needed to get a lot of speed to like hit this bump and i like ollie through like a fork in a tree off this little bump and um I had to get someone to hold my hand and run and like slingshot me in to get the speed because my leg didn't work. Cause I couldn't only, I couldn't push to go fast enough. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a fucked up expectation to put on somebody. Like I can't even fucking walk. I can't push. And you're like, we need you to show up and do this fucking thing for an ad. And then uh, like a few months after that, I got kicked off Volcom too. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but I was like, Fuck you guys! Like, yeah, what the seriously. fuck? Like you fucking push me to do this shit, all because like I don't know someone else that was supposed to have an ad said they didn't want to do it, and then you fucking I don't know.
0: Yeah, you're forcing me to do something with a fucked up leg.
1: Exactly, and it's like that's all part of the job, and people don't see that shit or think about that shit when they're like, "Wow, well, you're so lucky, you get to do what you love," and I'm like, "Yeah," and I fucking hate it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But
3: it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like you go through everything that you're already going through right and you because like i know this guy he like was skateboarding and mm-hmm. stuff and one of the things that he talked about was he said that the hardest part was can you imagine doing something where you kind of like are trying to release your mind and everything like that and like you get picked up and now you're like oh yeah i get to do this for a living but the constant judgment like you even get judged when you're at when you're at skate events right mm-hmm. like you guys get judged oh he he yeah, skated sure. that part wrong. Oh no no that he went down that. Yeah. He didn't downslide right. And yeah. Then like you're like you probably thinking in your head. Oh I just killed this run and then you get back you look up, and you're like, 62. Uh, yeah the exactly. Fuck? That you happens know? for sure. I don't yeah. I
1: don't see from like my early days. I didn't I didn't fuck with contests purely for that. I'm like right. I don't want to fucking be judged like that. Like I don't want. Like, I didn't start skating for that. Like, that's not what I was doing this for. Like, I started skating because it was a good reason to not be sitting in my fucking house being bummed all day, you know? It's like, I'd go out skating. I'd disappear for fucking seven hours through the whole day just, like, you know, pushing around, trying to figure out what to do. And my skating, too, like, I sucked as a kid. It took me fucking years to figure out how to do a kickflip. Like, I started skating when I was six. My first kickflip didn't happen until I was, like, nine. Kids these days are learn kickflips in a day, mm-hmm. you know? So I was a fucking slow learner, but it was just something to be doing to get away from all the other shit that was happening you know i was like i just need to get out and fucking be skating and like be outside the house and put my mind and my body to fucking something you know otherwise it's i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna be doing so it's weird to be judged after all that like after the reasons you started doing it were like the the goodness it feels in here and then stand there in front of a bunch of people and they go nope no good yeah, yeah. Like that wasn't it You mm. did it wrong And you're like Fucking what the fuck Like fuck this Yeah Yeah
0: Especially now we live in a day of You know Social media Oh yeah you know, Social media is the worst It's it's really bad Yeah <laughs> I mean The and, fucking and we,
1: DMs I get dude It's insane I'm like where are you Fucking getting this shit You guys are fucking crazy I know Dude
0: They're really It's I mean a majority of the time I fucking laugh Or I'll just You know I'll still dig in with it too mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, either there's so many judgmental and keyboard warriors out there. It's fucking insane, man. It's fucking insane. It's like people that probably have never even done the sport, too, for you in your your situation. I've never even done the sport, you know what I mean? Or or it's like I like the people that have a lot of knowledge in something, so therefore they're a pro, too, Mm -hmm. you know. But never pie skated Yeah But yeah. they know everything for About sure. it And you're doing it wrong
1: Those people exist all the time yeah, I get yeah. people trying to tell me How to do tricks all the time And I'm like Motherfucker Have you I was on the fucking cover Of the magazine Doing that trick Like yeah. don't fucking tell me How to do it How dare you Yeah, yeah. I don't know it, It's it's fucking crazy I don't know The weirdest shit though Is the people that'll like Send you a DM And it'll just be like I, I, You should kill yourself And I'm like What the fuck oh, did I Are wow. you fucking for real Like added what Why me where the fuck did that come from? And they're like, yeah, I don't like you. <laughs> what the I don't know. My favorite thing lately has just been like I'll like see a DM and just be like block. So yeah. yeah, blocked. Done. Right. Like don't know if they, and then they'll like create another fake one like a week later, say some other dumb shit or something. You're just like, eh, block.
0: See, that's even weirder to me. That's like really stalkerish shit.
1: But for sure. You it know it happens, like, it happens nonstop all yeah. the fucking time.
0: Like I look I, I look at our following, you know, and there's so many people like with no face, barely a name, mm-hmm. and it's, like, zero followers. They follow one person, and that's me. I'll block them. Because yeah. I know it's somebody that's just fucking...
1: Yeah, they're about to fucking launch into something. <laughs> yeah, they're just,
0: like, checking out the page yeah. or something. like. I go through my shit on a regular basis. Yeah. I really do, just to see what the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's so weird, too. Like, if you're not doing what the Instagram wants you to do, like, there'll be... So many unfollows too Which is fine Because it's probably all bots Yeah You know Some weird shit You know You do like one Success for real And then you get some like Following from it But then it's like They don't do anything mm-hmm. You know There's no fucking Engagement and shit Yeah There's no yeah. There's You know There's nothing I mean We're a t-shirt company You know what I mean So yeah. you That, that person's not buying a shirt You know what I mean You're here yeah, for yeah. the video That's cool too You can, yeah hey, Watch all day long I don't care mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter But don't come into the DM Start saying some shit either Yeah mm. In the, in, the, in early stages, there was a lot of conversation of like, oh well, let's fucking go. That's real original, you know. And fucking, <laughs> you guys are fucking fags, you know, yeah, and yeah. all this
3: other shit. But doesn't want to walk, motherfuckers and shit. I know. I didn't get that. I it's this like, was, very yeah. was very difficult for me. You know, this was humbling. It was very
0: difficult for me in the beginning. You know, uh, and I mean, I never. Uh, l- luckily, it's like these guys were like really supportive of me, and like they kind of took on a lot of the reins. You know, mm-hmm. of course. You know, Graf, he was like, he's, you know, he's so outspoken and he's like the hype man. He loves that shit. He
3: used to Mm -hmm. love that shit. Yeah. Answering back. Why don't you eat a dick? How about them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A big bowl of them. Yeah. Yeah. Add some hot sauce and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know? Dustin, Dustin, early, Dustin, early, like, when we had, I remember when we came back from a ride, you were so fucking hot. That dude talking shit and he was so fucking mad. I was like, Dustin bitch motherfucker's gonna say bitch yeah. motherfucking shit. Yeah. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's on you as a real motherfucker to identify a bitch motherfucker and be like, well, you're a bitch motherfucker <laughs> and keep off pushing. Yeah. yeah. You know? And like, yeah, I had to walk them off the edge a couple of times. But It's, it's
0: cool. comedy now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad I got past that point too. Shit, For I get it
1: though. I'm still there. Sometimes <laughs> someone will send some fucking shit in my DMs and I'm like, holy fuck. And I could just feel that shit burning on the inside. Right. And I'll like block. And then I'll hours later I'll just it'll pop back into my head and I'll be like fuck I should have said this and then I'm like wait no I shouldn't have I, I handled it perfectly I should have just blocked him. that was easy that was good, and then the next day I'll be like, but I could have fucking done this and I'm like should I go unblock that motherfucker <laughs> <and> just fucking <laughs> yeah. talk and then I'm like no no no, no yeah. let it go let it fucking go and it's fucking hard to let some shit go sometimes it's, yeah
0: you're like back and forth with yourself dude, like all the it. fucking time yeah. I do
1: it so much because they'll say some shit that's just like so obviously fucking stupid and I'm like. It'd be so easy to correct this person, mm-hmm. but they don't want to be corrected. It doesn't matter how fucking like real you spoke to them or like what level you got on to come back. Like if you come back all heated, you look like the fucking dickhead. If you come back all level, like talking to them, like, Hey man, what's this all about? Like you good? Mm-hmm. Then they're going to be fucking pissed at that. Like, they don't yeah, want what are you a pussy. Yeah. They yeah. don't want anything. There's no, there's no right way to reply to someone that's know, like, trying really to not. talk some shit. So it's like, just fucking walk away from it so right. much easier. But letting it go is a fucking, it's tough. Man, so what your level, like, if you say the wrong thing, it's, it's done, Oh, huh? for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, so I mean, whatever, fuck. People are going to fucking say some fucking crazy shit to you. Like, I had this one kid that was like, hey, fucking, back in the day, you were at this skate park at fucking, in uh, Pennsylvania. You were there by yourself, and I asked you how to do this trick, and you told me to go fuck myself. And I'm like, I've never fucking been there in my life. What are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, you did. It was this fucking date on this year. And I'm like, I haven't been to that fucking city. Like, I've never been there. he's like, you did. And then I had, like, all these people going, like, hey, how come you're a dick to this kid this once? I was like, I've never fucking been there. I've never, like, what do you want me to do here? Like, I can't, like, and then it's just, like, your word against some fucking dipshit. And it's like, people love that fucking drama or that story. So they're going to go with the dipshit every time. Mm Because, like, no one wants to just be like, oh, he was never there. That story's boring. You know right. they're gonna be like, oh yeah, he was there. He was a dick. It's that's way more fun to like listen to that story. Right now he's lying. Yeah, now he's lying too. Yeah. yeah, yeah so he's, so now it's like, he's a
0: liar. Right on top of that, fucking. It's dick. so <laughs> easy
1: for some dickhead to make some shit up and fucking come at you, and you're like, fuck you, dude. What the fuck? Where? Did... All because you don't like my kickflips? Yeah. I don't <laughs> Sorry, know. bro. You uh, don't
0: like the fucking t-shirt that I'm wearing it's today? So,
1: for real? It's so fucking. I don't know. It's a very fickle world to to live in. And, um, as much as I am lucky, as you said, it's, it's fucking, it's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess more or less like lucky that you're able to travel. You yeah. Know, that I mean, I love that, that anything. part and you're in, you know, you're traveling with your friends and, mm-hmm. and you're going, I mean, you went to, you said you've been everywhere. Yeah. I and mean, we talked about China. What, what was another cool, cool spot that you went to?
1: Um, Turkey, Turkey was fucking amazing. I loved Turkey. It was super beautiful. The people were really cool. Um, just the culture difference was fucking insane. I think that's my favorite thing is going places where like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to imagine what it's like until you're there, like living in it. Like hearing the fucking people getting up at like all hours at like four AM or whatever it is to do their morning prayer and the whole city like praying together and stuff is like some insane shit to fucking like wake up and hear and it's like you fucking feel it. Like that whole fucking city like coming together to like Wow I don't know, some shit like that. Like things like that were really fucking cool. And um yeah, just
0: that is really fucking cool. Yeah, that like is fucking cool.
1: It's just experiencing other people's cultures is super fucking. I don't know. It's like humbling and cool. I don't know, right. I love that. That's my favorite for sure. Definitely. Yeah,
0: you get to see, and you could see so many different different cultures.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I've been uh, like I was saying before. I've been Taiwan, uh, fucking all three. Then I've been Bali and uh, Jakarta, Malaysia. I did all like. These Asian countries that were super cool. Oh, but
0: those were fun as a single guy.
1: <laughs> I mean, I w- <laughs> see that's a lot of it too, is like when I'm there skating, it's like a lot of it's like filming all day. And then you get back to the hotel and you're just fucking exhausted. And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm just fucking going to sleep, like I'm done. Or um when I'm traveling in the States especially, it's like we'll do like a summer tour where we'll do like thirty days. And we'll start in, say, the South somewhere, like starting like Alabama and like drive up and across and through the states and back over to here. And it'll be like you do a demo at a skate park. So we'll show up, we'll fucking skate for a couple hours. And then we'll do a signing, and the signing can take a couple hours, depending on how many people showed up. Um, and then you'll get in the car and you'll drive like six hours to the next like town that we have the same shit to do. And then we'll check into the hotel and we'll get in at like fucking midnight sleep till fucking whatever time, get up, another demo, another signing, try to fit in some like street skating and filming if we can. And then back in the van, driving another six. And there's no time to like hang out and try to see some girls or like do any of that. That that shit was always really annoying. Trying to convince girlfriends of that when I was like on Mm. tour and they were like, you're probably fucking people every night. I'm like, when, when I'm in a fucking van with 10 other dudes, like driving through the middle of the night, like, no, I'm not out there fucking people, like it's not what's happening. You're a right. hoe. Yeah, and it's like, I understand why you would think that, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck, I wish you could just understand this. Yeah. And that's another reason why I just thought I, I want to be single. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to be constantly reassuring somebody. I don't know. It's a lot of work. Um, but yeah, the traveling, the traveling is the fucking the shit, dude. I've been, yeah, Canada. Which isn't that far from here, I guess, but it's a long way from Australia. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. I just thought
3: about that. I was like, dude, everything has to be a trip for you because it's Hell so yeah, far dude, away it's from so fucking, fucking far. Australia.
1: That flight's fucking 14, 15 hours from like LAX to Sydney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that flight like a hundred times now.
3: It's the best food you ate, you had out there?
1: Fuck food. Yeah, I know Japan's pretty pretty bomb. Japan's got some shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm. down. I'm down with Japan. Japan's like another place that's like the culture is fucking unreal just like how lovely and respectful and like cool the people are there like i remember i went into a Seven Eleven and got some food there and i left my wallet and my phone sitting on the counter oh, and then i was with like my crew of friends from australia it was like 16 dudes that were all out there skating and we went and just got on a train and we fucking were on a train for like two hours got somewhere else we we're all skating around and then i was like holy shit, I haven't seen my phone or wallet for hours. And I was like, when was the last place I had it? It was at 7-Eleven. Got back on the train, went back to the 7-Eleven, walked in, and it was still sitting on the counter where it was, and they put like a little paper tent over it that just said don't touch. Wow. And I was like, that's so cool. Like even the people behind the counter are so respectful of other people's stuff, they wouldn't like pick it up to put it anywhere. They were just like, all right, we're going to leave this here. It right there. The person will come back for it and it'll be fine. And their whole culture is like that. Like uh-huh. everyone's like that respectful. It's like the cleanest place I've ever been. There's no litter on the ground. Everything's just fucking spotless. They're like, they don't like the disruption or like anyone being put out for any reason. They're like, we we don't we don't fuck with that shit here. I don't know. It's super fucking cool. Wow. Um, yeah. Japan you know what crazy. I was th-
0: what I was thinking though too. So like yeah, you're you you're sober, but like some of the guys that you travel with are probably not, right?
1: Yeah, none of them, <laughs> right? So that's
0: what I'm saying. So like, yeah, I'm sure in between those two to three hours, you know what I mean. I'm sure they're at bars, Oh you know, sure and getting in fucking. Slot. I mean,
1: in Japan the whole time, like you can drink in the streets there. So they were like fucking drunk shit all day, just constantly <laughs> every fucking five seconds pulling off into like a little convenience store and buying more drinks and drinking all day. But it's funny because. I've always been I don't know people always say like that's got to be tough like being the sober dude and being around that and the only hard bit is that I look at my friends and think they're fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the only bit where I'm like, oh God damn it he's drunk and yeah, That dude's a fucking asshole when he's drunk. He's fucking so annoying. He's like kind of keeps repeating himself or fucking whatever it is, you know, it's like that's the hardest part. I've never I mean that that one is one that I feel very lucky is that there's never been a draw to it in my life because I think I I stopped so young and I had the, the examples so young that I never really got to feed that addiction when I was in, like, really formative years. I think if you're someone that's feeding that from, like, you know, 15 to 20, if you're, like, doing the shit there, it's going to be so hard for you to fucking ever walk away from it or ever fully forget about it or ever uh not have that pull towards it in your life but because i stopped so young i just the pull was never there it was so easy for me to just be like that's not for me yeah mm. your awareness
0: good. was so high yeah it, it, i mean it's it from you having the met like the thought process too of like drinking of like suicide and like wanting to fight and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hurting yourself hurting others like in early stages and you know there was probably fear from that too mm-hmm. And then your fa- family history probably went in t- all hand in hand. But, yeah, you know, to me, it's like you had, you know, we we, we say in, in recovery, like a higher power that was looking out for you. But your intuition or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Dang, I mean, they clearly moved you into the right direction. And like you were saying in the beginning, it's like skateboarding was that. Mm-hmm. The people that were involved with skateboarding helped you get out of that situation, you know. Yeah. And who knows what the fuck could have happened. I mean, you could have been dead. I mean, uh, if you're already having thought processes of killing yourself, because that's, you know, when you, when you, when people start to drink, you know, a majority of the time, nobody has those thought processes unless you have, you know, some sort of fucking addict mental disease behavior, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That triggers that and it fucking just, you feed the disease and Mm. (laughs) I want to fucking die. Yeah. I don't know how many times I thought that when I was using,
2: Yeah,
0: you know, and I, and I tried once. And it, I failed miserably <laughs> You know But I'm thankful for it Obviously yeah, But yeah. I mean That takes still A lot of courage to uh, You know When people say that to me You know I'm like I get it mm-hmm. You know I get it That's a fucking Horrible thing To think about
1: Yeah Yeah it's not
0: But you are you know You get trapped in the corner And it's like I don't know what else to do
1: mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I don't want to live anymore
1: Yeah I, I mean I that was the, the craziest shit When I was thinking that when i was younger i was like I, I i had the clarity and the i was in the place where i would think that i needed to kill myself but then also have the other voice being like what are you talking about like wh- how is that your final like the last answer right now and it's like you're fucking 15 years old at a party <laughs> like why are you thinking about killing us? like tomorrow you're just gonna go hang out with your friends like what there's there's no big pressure on you making this the final, and the fact that I still had like that, you should probably kill yourself. Feeling in my head, I was like, "This is so fucking wrong." There's something very, very obviously wrong going on here, mm-hmm. and the common denominator from when me feeling this is always the alcohol. Mm-hmm. So it was. And you've never
0: been triggered to do it again.
1: Never. Never. No, I never ever see people like drinking and think like ah maybe maybe that looks fun or like maybe i should do it never it's always been like i don't know how or why but it's super easy to just be like nah fuck it i don't want that but then i have like a almost like a shitty relationship with food sometimes where i'm like fucking thank god this isn't fucking out because like being a skateboarder i i should be like pretty light i should be pretty fit all the time And I always try to, like, fucking test myself. Like, oh, like, you should do, like, a fucking week without eating any fucking cheese. Like, you should do a week without eating fucking fast food or whatever, and then, like, I'll just be driving home after skating and be like, fuck, man, McDonald's sounds good right now. (laughs) And it's so hard to just fucking drive past that fucking McDonald's. And that's like, that's that addict mentality that's Mm -hmm. in there, and it's, like, the reason I think that that's really hard for me to avoid doing that shit is because I did fucking eat the shitty food for fucking so many years of my formative years and it's like now that i'm 30 and i can see clearly that i don't want to do that or i don't want to fucking eat that shit it's so fucking hard to not do it Mm. and it's like a constant like reminding myself like hey fucking don't do that shit today like stay away from that shit it's not good for you you want to keep skating you don't want to fucking put these fucking greasy pounds on your body like you don't want to do that Mm -hmm. and it's fucking hard so i'm lucky i don't have that with the alcohol because I got away from it when I was very young. I think, I think that's the only reason I can think that I that I have that because I, I see the addict in me and I see it in so many other places. Even with skateboarding and shit, like it's a very positive addiction, but it's a fucking addiction. Like the amount of like relationships with like friends and family and uh, girlfriends and things that I've ruined because of skateboarding, where I've just been like, hey, like I love you, but i gotta fucking go ride my skateboard i gotta go do this i gotta go here because of this because that's the thing that i've prioritized in my life because it's an addiction but yeah i don't know i like i, I see it in me i have i yeah. fully have the addict mentality and i'm very fucking thankful i am not pulled towards the super destructive ones
0: once again your your, your awareness is so fucking high yeah that's fucking rad
1: just good examples, I guess, in my life. Yeah. But I feel like that shit can go both ways too. Having the examples, some people see it and it just pulls them into it. Like you hear of so many people that had like parents that were addicts, and then they're addicts because of it, and they can't get away from it. It's like, oh my, my fucking mother was an alcoholic, so I drink too. And it's like, fuck, that's a, that's a real bummer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I saw the examples and was like, fuck, I that's as bad as it gets. I don't want, I don't want none of that. Mm-mm. Yeah.
0: Well, you look back at the. In retrospect, it's like your, you know, your brother mm-hmm. might have fell into that same sort of line too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if he's,
1: yeah, he's in, definitely
0: incarcerated and yeah. you know doing things. You know, I mean, you're just you got lucky and your your awareness was high and you saw those exam- examples and you're like, yeah, no, I'm fucking cool. Yeah, you know, some people just get stuck for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not saying that they can't get unstuck for sure, but. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking really crazy, man. What do you do? Do you work out besides skateboarding? Because I know that you have to, That's you have to be athletic. Yeah, you no, know, for out, sure.
1: Rarely. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a gym membership, and I go when I can, like, make myself go. But uh, I definitely go through waves of it where sometimes I'll be on it and I'll go fucking like every day for a month, and then there'll be times where I don't go for like two months. You know, it's like, it's up and down. It's really hard because my schedule is like so open that routines get real tough Mm -hmm. and um, routines are super important with that type of shit. You know, it's like, all right, I get home at this time and then I hit the gym from this time till this time. And then I go get food with my fucking whatever this time. And then I take my dog for a walk at this time, like whatever. Yeah. But because I don't have that, it gets, it gets weird. Like I wake up whenever I feel like getting out of bed every day and then I'll either go skate or, you know, take my dog for a walk or I'll go to the fucking office and like plan out which graphics I want to do for the next upcoming season or there's never any like you have to be here at this time to do this in my life, so holding myself accountable to some type of um, like regime through my day gets real fucking tough, and going to the gym gets hard because of that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's all just fucking excuses. I should just be in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, for,
0: I love the gym now. It's like, and I don't have a routine either, but I just make time. Yeah. Around that, you know. And I tried to, for routine-wise, I tried to hit it in the morning before I go to work. That just works out the best, you know, mm-hmm. like after work. I don't know how people can do that after work. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That's even fucking harder, you know. I'm mentally exhausted, too, besides physically exhausted. I mean, I,
1: I like to go to the gym at like, fucking midnight. I don't want anyone else there. And I yeah. just, I'll be laying in bed, and I'm like, I don't really sleep. Fuck it. And I Like, the gym's, like, two minutes from my house, so I can just drive across 24-hour gym. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I usually go midnight. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Quiet as shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. I can look as stupid as I want in there, and it doesn't fucking matter. Right. (laughs) Drop some fucking drop some bars on my chest and be like, (laughs) Why did this happen to me? (laughs) Nobody's judging me here. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) For sure.
0: So what's next, man? You know what I mean. What's What's next for you?
1: Um. Hopefully, get these stem cells in my knees and ankles, and uh, give myself another ten years of fucking ripping. Uh, Fingers crossed um i got a d- another video part that i'm working on as always i'm trying to trying to wrap that up it should be finished it honestly should be finished now but these last nine months i've had like a annoying knee injury that has been slowing shit down a lot so um yeah just try to finish that up and i don't know see where we go from there i guess right. yeah
0: where can people find you at
1: uh just instagram i guess yeah at dean berman perfect yeah
0: well, man, I mean, I've kept you hostile long enough. I mean, the fact that I, he came from Vista today. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, God damn. Yeah. yeah I, thought, I, I thought he was, yeah, he, so he got up early. That's what I said about like, your early riser. He was like, well, I can be for this, you know. But yeah, I, mean, I really that's... don't have to be anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I mean, I think we've went into all different kind of areas. This has been a great show. And yeah. uh, have you done a podcast before? Yeah,
1: I've done a couple.
0: I was about to say, because you're real just calm. It's funny because I mean,
1: yeah,
0: you know, I mean, for people that come on, I mean, a you're a pro, obviously, you know what I mean. So it's like you, you probably have done a shit ton of fucking interviews and, mm-hmm. you know, speaking really well and speaking to other people. But we, a lot of times when we're you know with all with our fucking goofy friends, you can just see that they're like, I talking to here <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you know nervous or whatever. Then it. I mean, just, I
1: still get nervous at the start of these things every time. You, I'm always like, fucking shit, here we go again, another yeah, one of these things. Yeah. Like, don't say anything stupid.
0: Yeah, don't say anything stupid. Yeah,
1: don't talk about how you suck in bed <laughs> or something. Like, wait, I mean, did I talk? I think I did that. Shit. Fuck. Yeah,
0: I did, but yeah. that's okay. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm really good now, girls. Yeah, don't fucking... Yeah, way it. better now. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking way. Now that
1: I have way less sex, I'm better, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I, but I can say, though, just because I remember you were saying, uh, we were talking about whatever, and it... it for me like knowing how many times that i've changed over the years like when i hit 30 like that was a big transition in my life like Mm -hmm. i even like enjoyed different sort of foods and oh me too you know but actually when i when i became 40 my whole thought process of like really wanting to like be more stable you know you know hit really hard and like wanted Mm -hmm. to be successful in a way but like more or less successful in like my own being you know, and that's you know being a little bit more calmer too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, even you know, I know that you want. You said you're like, yeah, I plan on being single forever. You know, I, I think that that will change. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe. that that I think that that will change, but maybe not. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people out there that just say, you know what, fuck it, I don't want that responsibility. or you know, or you you seem you seem like a guy that would be able to set pretty high boundaries too, and just stick with them. You know, yeah. Like, sorry, this is what it is. But
1: man, I'm a stubborn son of a bitch too. Like, I yeah. i I'd fucking hate backing down on some shit. That's why I was saying before when <laughs> you get the DMs and you fucking stew on it for days. It's like that stubbornness is in there. And I'm like, yeah. Fucking god, I can't fucking walk away from this. And you're like. Wait no, like the real me, like the in the enemy wants to walk away from it. Like, be stubborn about that instead. I just have to pick and choose that battle. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That's fucking we'll funny, man. We'll see who I end up with. Yeah, you ne- <laughs> yeah.
0: You never, you never know. I mean, just don't do another Instagram model. You know.
1: <laughs> oh, but they look so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music you listen to?
1: Fuck everything. Um. I love it. Yeah, I, I've been. Uh, I've been on a kick lately, Listen to a bunch of ministry. Oh, yeah. You ever listen to ministry? I do. Yeah. I've been in, been going through a bunch of old uh, ministry albums, had that on a repeat. Um, I do a little bit of country, and then, like, kind of n- newer country. Like, I'm a big fan of uh, Orville Peck. I don't know if you ever listen to Orville Peck. He's a, he's a gay country and western dude, but he's like, holy shit, the dude's voice is unreal. Um,
0: is that sure. the guy that sings... Uh well, I can't remember. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. He
1: wears the mask. He's got like a cowboy hat and he wears like a big fringe mask. You don't get to see his face. But he's fucking, he's cool as shit. He's got some, he's got some good shit. Um, but then like, fuck, I'll get, I'll get down with some fucking weird stuff. Sometimes I listen to this dude, Petey. Petey's, um, I don't know. It's like a, a mashup of uh, like some built to spill, like modest mouse style type stuff. What it's, is What is his last name? His, it, his music name is just PT. P E T E Y. Oh yeah, I got him right here. Yeah. But What's he it's it's it can be fun. <laughs> it could <can> be fun. <laughs> yeah. He does like funny skits and shit too that are pretty pretty good. But that's kinda how I I found him. He was on TikTok, like posting these fucking funny skits, and then I started following him, then he post music and I'd be like, Oh fuck, this music's actually good. Right. Yeah.
0: Well anyways, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um you guys uh you ain't going to want to miss this one, man I'm going to tell you that right now Hell yeah You got any final words there, Rafa?
3: Just apologize, man I got a lot of <laughs> shit going on, man But from what I caught of the podcast, man I'm super grateful that I didn't miss it, man yeah, Thank I'm you. glad you got in here eventually <laughs> yeah, Eventually It's alright
2: yeah.
1: It's alright The shit you missed is just depressing <laughs> <laughs> I know, I walked in I was like uh. I know.
0: I, I mean, honestly, I didn't know who it was. Then the sun hit my eyes. I'm like, oh, it's Rafa. An hour later. <laughs>